Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me is my co-host, Brother Reverend Ali. Good morning, Edith. Good morning, J. Papa J. was mute and phone. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone, and he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me say it again. Papa Jay was mute and phone. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone, and he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Um, good morning, Johnny D. Good morning, Rodney uh, Alamo Brown. Good morning, John Beckman. Good morning to everyone. Good morning, Treadwell, Cheryl, Cheryl Treadwell. Good morning. Good morning to you guys. Um, today we're going to have a great conversation. Uh, Big Fred, you late, so you don't get a mute song. Big Fred. Once, once Ali does his mute song, it's over with. Good morning, um, Slack Fortune. Um, Always we are going to have a serious on. discussion today. There are people from the NAACP that are going to be calling in. Um, good morning, um, Paulette Simpson. Good morning. Uh, um, hi. Good morning, Dave Smith. Uh, so there's an issue that's happening inside one of our leading um, civil rights organizations, or our leading the most uh, – prominent civil rights organization in the United States, and that's the NAACP. And um, it is um, the uh, California-Hawaii, and I want to find out why. I guess I'll find out from some members. Uh, the California-Hawaii chapters are together, and so it's a big area. So the NAACP has a national president, and then they have statewide presidents, and then they have citywide presidents in those states. And there is a statewide election coming up here in Sacramento. And there's a guy named Rick Callender who is currently the president. But before he was president, uh, a young lady by the name of Alice Hoffman, Dr. Alice Hoffman, was the longtime state president of probably over 30 years, state president, for sure over 20 years. Um, and she was uh, she was an icon, uh, or she is an icon, and she's a legend, and she's a power broker in that business. And, and so what's going to happen is when they call in, they're going to press the number one, 
And when they press the number one, it'll come up, and then we'll start. We'll get into the conversation. Good morning, um, Java. Good morning, Adrian Lord. Good morning, Val Singh Young. And as you guys come in and call in on the line and people, good morning. Um, I, I'm sorry. Um, good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Van. I, I didn't see you guys. King, if Papa Jay were muting phones because he heard noises, then Papa Jay should have shut the retarded rev completely down. Okay, so look. Um, no, no, no capping in the first part of this show. Okay, uh, we can we can cap later. But before we get into that, I think this is someone calling from the NAACP. Eight zero five eight six three. Who's calling? Uh, Stephen. Eight zero four. Stephen. Vines. What's your spell your last name? Uh, what was that? Spell your last name. Uh, v as in Victor, I-N-E-S. Okay, Stephen Vine. Got it. Okay, yes. so Stephen uh-huh. Vine is here. Um, and then, um, so Stephen, are you calling from the NAACP? Uh, yes, I'm calling for the NAACP. Uh, yeah, I used to are be you? the president. Go ahead. Okay, perfect. Good morning, Akbar. Um, Stephen Vines, okay. Thank you, um, Paulette. Paulette, I, I got an NAACPer that's in the chat room. So, Stephen, thank you for being here. Stephen, I want to give a little, uh, um, and I'm waiting on your other co-speakers uh, to come in uh, so that uh-huh. we can talk about this subject um, in, its, in its entirety. We, uh, we have okay. two hours to do it, uh, but, Stephen, we do a couple of things before we, before we get into it. We do uh, a daily word and then the word of the day. Okay, good morning, Dale Verney. Good morning. So we're going to do the daily word. Uh, we're going to do the word of the day. Good, Michael. Good morning, Michael Niner Jordan. Good morning, Dre Hines. Good morning to you guys. Uh, and um, Brother Reverend Ali, let me see. Here's somebody from a four one five seven three seven. Who's calling? Is that you, Snitchy Smurf? Is, is Snitchy Smurf seven one five? I mean four one five seven three seven. Yeah. Yes, and good morning. Good morning, everyone. I thought you were part of the NAACP. Um, not, not that we don't want you calling in. It's just that you ain't yeah. that important to this, what we're about to do. Well, that is correct. I'll be on self-mute. So um, if there's anybody else that's on the line uh, from the NAACP, I need you to press the number one. 510-299, who's calling? Or Five one zero two nine nine. Who's calling? Okay, that might not. Right, so. Yeah, this is this is Lorraine. Well, I was just. Hello. Are you with the NAACP, Lorraine? I am the treasurer of the NAACP Sacramento branch. Okay, so did you want to speak or, or no? I was actually calling in just to listen. We, get, we were given this number to call in to listen to your show this yeah, morning. Yeah, so, so don't pre- Okay, so I'm going to put you on mute. Take yourself off. Take the number. Press 1 so your number will get out this queue. See, when you guys press number 1, you guys come. So, L- Lorraine, press number 1 so you'll come out my queue. Um, 909, who's calling? Lori Walker. Nine. Uh, I was 909? Lori Walker. Yes. Yes. Lori Walker. Okay, I'm just getting you guys' name. Yes. yes. I was the Animal right. Valley NAACP president. 
Wonderful. Okay. Um, so uh, we have a little process we'll do here, and then we're going to get into you guys' conversation, okay? So um, I'm going to do good morning, Angela. Uh, good morning, Mr. Elias. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning to everybody. I'm glad you guys are coming in early because we have a real discussion that we're going to have here. This, now, this is something that's, that's, that doesn't happen often on Kings in the Morning. We're going to have a serious discussion from start to finish, all right? And you guys are going to learn a story. You guys are about to hear a story. Uh, and this is not a story of a man named Brady. <laughs> this is a story of our, uh, of our civil rights organization and what happens when the wrong people get in a, in a spot. And they, and they try to hold it down, and and how it can sometimes become ego driven, uh, and uh, sometimes it could become criminal in action. So before we get into it, today is Thursday, October nineteenth, twenty twenty three. The daily word is joy, J O Y, and um, Brother Reverend Ali is going to do the word of the day. Good morning, Alvin Jones. Good morning, Reginald Sanders. My joy is complete as I realize my oneness with God. Within every trial is an opportunity to spiritually surrender, deepen in faith, and grow in awareness of God. Growing closer to God is the silver lining surrounding the clouds of human experience. Put yourself on mute if you're not, if you're not, please put yourself on mute until until it's time for you to speak. There have been times. Born in May 49. This stupid that's why your dumb ass is on mute already, Ali. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Fred, and you ain't going to be off mute for the whole show. And that silver lining, I can, I can discover my joy. There have been times when I felt I had nowhere to turn, no one in whom I could trust. It was precisely at my lowest points I discovered the depths of my faith and the power of God's loving presence. Over time, my circumstances improved and my difficulties resolved. I took from those troubles a closer relationship with God and a deeper understanding of my divine gifts. If troubles visit me again, I will meet them with faith and persevere, finding joy in the rising again. Today's Bible verse is James 1-2. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy. Brother Reverend Ali, what is Amen. the word of the day? Good morning, Conrad. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. J. King, the word today is civil rights, spelled C-I-V-I-L-R-I-G-H-T-S. And the definition for civil rights is the rights of citizens to political and social freedom and equality. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Not all attorneys take on real civil rights cases. Civil rights. Let me see if I can use it in a sentence. Today, because Fred's dumbass can't put himself on mute, I've taken away his civil rights to speak on today's show. Civil rights. Amen. <laughs> so, so Ali, um, so we have, so there is, there, there is a, um, an election process that's taking place um, in the upcoming months for the NAACP. Good morning, Gail White. Good morning, Tony Grimes. 
And there is um, a young man who sits in the seat now. His name is Rick Callender. He took over for the long-term um, uh, the long-term standing president of Alice Hoffman. She was a, the president for the state of California and um, and Hawaii for the better for, for more than 20 years. And Lou, I'm going to ask you a question here because um, I was told that Lori, they call you Lou, right? Yeah. Now, now, Lori, how did they get Lou from Lori? <laughs> Uh, it's just the way my name is spelled. Oh, okay. I like it, though. I mean, it's cool, you know. Um, I like I that. Might... I like Lori Lou. Yeah, well, Lori I'm Lou. Ali, Lori, um, you know, Lou, Lou Walker is what they, is their name. Her name is Lori, right? But you know she could fight because they call her Lou. You don't make me call Lou out here, you know. So, <laughs> Lou might, I think she got, she got some knuckle up on her. So, Lou, why... Why are California and Hawaii connected together? How is that? How do those two become one territory for the NAACP? Do you know? Lou? Uh, Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? I could probably answer that. Okay, yeah, but uh, so if you're on a speaker, you guys need to speak up so we can hear you. Hello? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yes. Okay, Reverend Vines, go ahead and answer. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the way that uh, the NAACP is uh, organized, it's into uh, seven regions. And uh, and uh, each region uh, have, uh, 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 if you have uh, five or more units, uh, you can come together and uh, uh, have an area. So Hawaii didn't have enough people to have a region on its own, so they collapsed it in with uh, California so that we have the two regions that are together, Uh, So, which makes up California, uh, and we're part of Region 1. And uh, and then uh, in part of Region 1, there's uh, nine uh, states, and there's four conferences. So is is Alaska part of Region One as well? Good morning, Veronica Burks. Is a, is Alaska part of Region One as well? Uh no, uh, Alaska's in a it's uh, it's part of Region One. Yeah, it is. It's part of Region okay. One. Uh, yeah. All right, good. All right, so Hawaii and Alaska. Are, okay, got it. So um. Yeah, well, it's four of the conferences. It's four of the conferences. So, so let me ask you. Okay, so. The reason why you guys are here is because there seems to be a brouhaha coming up about the about this state president uh, situation. It seems to me that there are more politics in the NAACP presidential process than we know as a general public. Now, I'm a lifelong member of the NAACP, thanks to Betty Williams. I paid the $750 one time, make you a lifetime member. I did it through Betty Williams in Sacramento, who was also a legendary in Sacramento and the state of California for her presidency and advocacy for um, communities of color. She served as the president um, 
for over 20 years, the longest serving president in Sacramento history, and she is challenging uh, Rick Callender, who was the sitting president. And uh, it, it, and all of a sudden, a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of political wranglings where Rick Callender is trying to discredit Betty Williams and um, and trying to, in a lot of ways, I don't know if the word is disbar or or is it suspend you all from your positions. Lori, I understand that you are the president of, is it, is it Antelope Valley? I was the president of the Antelope Valley branch, covers Lancaster, uh-huh. Palmdale, uh, Northern L.A. County. So you I say was you the president was. Of so Eight what months I was president. Uh, politics. I'm not a politician, but I learned really quick um, how deep it ran. I, I was the Antelope Valley is. Um, it has some of the highest racial disparities in the country, right here in Northern LA County. But a lot of people still don't know where Antelope Valley is on the map. Um, I came out here. Uh, and I worked for the Department of Veterans Affairs in 2010, and there was about 12 black employees that had um, systemic racism, discrimination complaints that failed through all channels of the complaint processes. So we contacted the local NAACP branch when we learned that there was one out here, and we couldn't get a response at all. So instead of complaining about it, complaining about a black organization, we, most of us, um, some of us joined to try to improve the function and the integrity of the branch, especially in a place where it's so much. Lori, are you on a speakerphone? Yes. Okay, you got us because we can't, we can barely hear you. How about now? Um, if, if you could, um, if you could come on a headset where we can hear you better so that you can be clearer because it's not as clear as I would like it to be. I, w- I really want to catch everything you're saying. How about now? Is it clear? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I was a state employee um, with the Department of Veterans Affairs. We filed complaints through the proper channels, and we weren't – all of our complaints were, were turning out um, inconclusive, to where, and we just literally couldn't even get attorneys out here. No one can get local attorneys here. So we went to the NAACP, they didn't respond, and we started attending and seeing how it functioned, and we saw the dysfunction. Um, And so that's how I worked my way up. I became the third vice president, chair for legal redress, and then eventually the president, um, January 2023. So I actually am still unsure why I am suspended. Um, according to the letter that I got, uh, long story short, I called uh, a Caucasian man a non-minority. Um, let's see. I had asked our secretary, this, this same man, to resign because he doesn't even live and work in, in California, let alone Manal Valley, um, and he's in Tennessee which is a clear violation um, according to the organization's bylaws. I literally have been working with the same 
um, few people in the community um, to try to respond to the complaints, and I guess that's the threat, actually responding to the complaints. So, so um, okay, so, I, so let me, let me, let's go back for a minute. Um, so you called an assistant secretary. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the assistant? Who was, who was the Oh, no, he wasn't the assistant. He was the actual secretary. He was the secretary for, for the branch, um, the Antelope Valley for, for NAACP. Yes. Okay. And, and, so, and why, why, did you, why, why did you want him to resign? Um, for misconduct, for not being in California at all, and you're the secretary holding meetings on Zoom. For not being, for, he for literally, was, was he holding all the meetings, meetings without are you? No, no, was on, he holding Zoom, meetings? on Zoom, not available. I understand. To at least live. That was just okay, one but, of the reasons. But, but that was the only reason why. Um, and, and why does him being white? Why? Why was that an issue for you? Why is that? An that issue was that an he, issue for me. That was the, an I issue said, for me because of his behavior that I observed. He he used his access as secretary to send out my physical address, my home address, and I kept telling him, "Think of the significance of mega efforts." He ignored that, and in one of the meetings, he put in his home address in the Zoom chat. See, I don't have a problem with it. And so I would respond, try doing that okay, so you, as a so black basically, person. Basically, not as a, just, I mean, he was being, uh, uh, he was being disrespectful to you as president and, and, your, uh, and your position. That, that's the only, because um, once, when you bring race into it, I, it I, I take a step back because I think then we become the same we start sounding like the same racism, and I don't want to get into that conversation with you. I really want to make sure that we are. Um, um, good morning, Nakia. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. Um, so because of that, morning, they suspended you. Good morning. Because of that, they suspended you. Um, that's what it appears. I can't fight it. I can't address it. There's no hearing process. So it's actually worse than what I experienced with the State Department. So I, I think it does. Systemic racism actually does tie into race. And it ties um, into the Antelope so, Valley well, and I mean, the ADP but, but you, issue. I mean, so, but you can't say that this is systemic racism because it's the NAACP. Yeah, it's systemic you, when you have multiple accounts. Multiple accounts. We used to host the well, NAACP meetings at the Sheriff's Department. Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department held the meetings, mm-hmm. and the community was too scared to come. And that was for years. Okay. Uh, so I understand, but I'm, I just want to stay in the, and I just want to stay where we are in the issue. What what, what uh, the issue is because um, I, I still don't uh, see how uh, you. Excuse um, let me, um, Mr. Vines. I just want to. I don't see how you're suspended for running your branch the way you want to run it if you're the president, unless the president of the state has jurisdiction over on on how everybody runs their branch, which I don't think is so. I never. I know that Ms. Hoffman never did such a thing. So it just it, it just baffles me that that and, um, and who handed down this suspension? Was that was that Rick Callender? 
it, the the letter shows Derek Johnson, and it says to um, um, reach out to Carmen Watkins for any questions. As soon as I reached out to her, I kept being told she was sick for over a month. I documented my calls. I recorded my calls. I documented my emails. I recorded myself going to the post office and sending a certified letter within the time frame according to the bylaws to request a hearing. We also have the um, an executive com- committee member. His name is Pastor uh, Alonzo Braggs, who was already telling people that I had a hearing coming up in October. I have yet to get a response regarding a hearing, and now I am blocked on email from emailing uh, Rick Callender, Luana Bivens, Wow. Um, wow. This is, yeah, this is crazy. This time, let me ask you a question. Is there a number that I can call for the NAACP? Is there an NAACP number that you get? Yeah, if you go uh, on the website, they'll give you. Okay. Um, Steve. It's on the website. I know you wanted to say. Yeah, I, I'm Steve. Um, are you a president as well, Steve? Uh, yeah, I was the president. I was the president, and uh, I ran for state president in 2021, and they kept me off and 30 other people off the uh, ballot. And then I ran for state president this year. And uh, when I ran this year, they removed me as a uh, they removed me as president, and they removed me from the NAACP, my life membership, uh, for an Article 10 that was uh, two years old uh, that they didn't follow. What, any, what's an, uh, what's an Article 10? What's an Article 10? Well, an uh, Article 10 is uh, if uh, uh, within the bylaws, if you break some of the rules and regulations, you're not following the policies and procedures. For well, for example, uh, the secretary for the other branch, uh, you know, uh, it says that if you if you don't live within the area, you are uh, you can't hold an office. And but uh, but the uh, Article 10 is, is is when you uh, broke one of the policies and procedures, and uh, they put an Article 10 on me for uh, uh, they said that uh, uh, behavior, you, you know, some kind of be, you know, they just made something you know nebulous, uh, you know, pretty much so. But uh, but the Article 10 can get removed, and then the process is they need to send it to you within 10 days, and then within 10 days, uh, and then within two, uh, three months they need to have a hearing. But uh, my unit did an Article 10 on me. Uh, they kept it, you know, they kept it for two years, and uh, and then uh, they called me, you know, right before uh, the uh, board meeting this year, and uh, they said I uh, asked for a hearing, which I didn't ask for a hearing because my lawyer said the Article 10 was dead. It was two years old, and they didn't send it to me in 10 days, and they didn't have an hearing within 30 days, and uh, it didn't make a difference because Rick Callender's on the uh, – on the committee for the national office, and uh, he rigged everything up, brought the Article 10 up. Uh, You need to have 20 signatures. They didn't even have 20 signatures. They only had 15 signatures. Five people who signed it wasn't even, you know, members. And, uh, you know, they're not following any of their uh, policies and procedures. Uh, So so anyway, uh, you know, uh, that's what happened in my situation. You know, they removed me uh, once I started my campaign uh, in 2022 to run for this year. They removed me in February of this year, uh, my membership, and removed me from office. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they just said I couldn't run for state president and I couldn't run for uh, the uh, president of the San Luis Obispo County 
for two years, and then Derek, you know, that's what the board made a decision, and then well, Derek where, made where a decision. Is, where is the national NAACP in this? Well, I mean, what kind of recourse do you guys have if if the president can make all the rules, can change, it seems to me, based on how he or she feels, they can um, uh, they can do anything without any without any worry of whether of they're violating any laws, rules, or procedures that the NAACP on the national level have in advance. I mean, and, and, I mean, and, and, it, and, it, and it's um, bylaws. Uh, uh, Vertical well, says um, the NAACP seems to be a fraternity. Uh, well, uh, what's happened is that uh, we got our leadership has been, you know, taken over. It's been taken over. We have the same uh, president of the uh, national organization for 20 years. And, uh, you know, he brought in Derek Johnson. You know, Derek Johnson came in. Uh, uh, what happened is Ofume, he found out he was fired when he was on TV giving an interview, uh, you know, and, and, and then at the next uh, convention uh, they brought in Derek Johnson that said he was only going to be temporary. And then all of a sudden they done, without any interviews, without any, you know, without having any interviews, nobody running against him, they just made him president. You know, pretty much so. And, uh, you know, over the last uh, I just want to chime in on what you said about the fraternity. It's a fraternity. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing. Well, let me tell you when it becomes a bad thing, Lori. When the fraternity can pick and choose who they want in and who they don't want in. No, when a a fraternity doesn't uphold its values and morals. But when it's a fraternity, you get to pick who you want in and who you don't want in. And that's what the problem is. Right. It's not a fraternity. <laughs> and the, and, well, and for, political, for, for, for civil rights organizations, that is a bad thing. I disagree with that. I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, well, because hey, you're only seeing it from one side. You're not seeing it from what a fraternity. Uh, I'm seeing it from in other both sides. What is good? Okay, so as from, within, from an organization, fraternity, organization, no whatever you want to do, it's all about the money still, and power. Why are you all There still needs to be integrity, your mission. If your name is bigger than your mission, then you need to reevaluate. And right now, that's what's happening with the NAACP. The biggest thing that we became threats for was responding to the community. You, you, became, a threat, you became a threat to the fraternity that you, that you uh, support. I became a threat, uh, threat to the corrupt people within the organization. I'm just no, listen, when, because the organization, organization is not a, uh, let me just say this to you, Lori, the organization is not a fraternity. And, but, when, but when people that are in the organization start treating it as, as such, then it becomes a problem. And that's when a fraternity is a problem. When a fraternity is not a problem when it's the alphas or the sigmas, but when it's the NAACP, it's a problem. The NAACP is not a fraternity, and that's a bad thing when it becomes one. Yes, it is. And, uh, yes, it is. You know, and and and, and is 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 cronyism. You know, uh, you know, we have, uh, like I said, Derek Johnson didn't go through any interviews, didn't go through anything. The uh, the the they all of a sudden we came in, and and all of a sudden he says, oh, we're going to make him the president. You know, mm-hmm. of, of of the organization. Uh, we have a, a fifty board member, a fifty, I think it's fifty people on the national board. 
and 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 that whole process uh, in the sense that they just selected him. You know, there was no interview, there's no nothing. So, you know, we have a situation that we have leadership that basically is undermining the whole organization. For example, you so, know, so if it's law- happening at the does- national level, Steve, if it's happening at the national level, yeah. what can you all do? If the national if this is what national was doing and if if, if national was allowing this to happen, um um, maybe it is a fraternity. Yeah, it is. Because, because there's nothing so, you can you know, do about what, it. So what we're planning on, you know, you know, what we're doing in the sense that, you know, one of the things that uh, every organization, once you get a 5013C or 501C4, any of the uh, organizations, what, what you are, that you're uh, the agency that over looks at you as the IRS. So, you know, one of the mm-hmm. strategies that we're doing is to call the Congress people in our, you know, in our, I called my congressmen, yeah. my two in our county, and uh, we get them to investigate them, you know, the NAACP to, uh, you know, to see why they're not following their policies and procedures. And, uh, you know, you know that's you know, one of our strategies. And, and uh, you know, within the state, you know, within our area, we're trying to control our Region 1. And, you know, one of the things that we have to do is, uh, you know, Rick Callender's on the national board, and he's pretty much so behind most of the stuff because he's on the committee, for example, to, uh, you know, to deal with Article 10s and this, that, and the other. And uh, and then when they that's hire like Derek, they hire a staff that are corrupt, you know. Uh, we had a person that does train, training that couldn't even read the bylaws. Somebody has a question. Can I ask a question? Oh, somebody's got a question. Go ahead. Is that you, um, is that you, um, Potter? Yeah. What is the purpose and mandate of the NAACP today? If, if one uh, of these fight. people can kind of articulate that, that'd be great. Uh, it's to fight it's a segregation and discrimination. You know, that's the uh, mission of, of the NAACP, to fight uh, segregation and discrimination. So you have to go back to the government to referee of internal dispute you have to go back to an irs the irs to... yeah because the yeah. national will not respond the staff people don't follow the rules and regulations they don't call you back they don't follow the rules and uh uh you know and how long is this thing going on do you know how this sounds to a lay person do you do you realize how this sounds to the public to a lay person well, you sh- i mean do you I mean, Dave, maybe you can chime in on this if you understand what I'm saying, but this, this is not, I, I don't know. Listen, this is, so this is indicative of what our community is like. So when we talk right. about our community and what our community is and isn't, we get to look at leadership. So this is our leadership, you guys. This is what our leadership, that, so, that, that, so our community mirrors its leadership. This is the largest civil rights organization in the United States. The, the longest, the oldest continual civil rights organization in the United States. And this is black folks. This is, this is black on black criminality. 
And, and it's crazy, but it's important that we talk about it. And this is what yeah. Kings in the Morning is all about. It's important that we, that we hear this conversation, that we have this conversation. But what's even more important is that, and I don't care where you are in the country, I don't care where you're listening to us from, what I'm hoping is that wherever you are in the country, that you call, that you go, that you find the national. I'm gonna see if um, Snitchy Smurf, if you can't give me the national number for the NAACP, and you call the national NAACP and tell them that you are aware of what's taking place in the organization and you're disgusted. And I and I hope the white folk that listen to us, in, in particular Beckman and and, and uh, um, uh, uh, Carlin and and all the rest of you guys, I hope you all call in especially and say I'm disappointed in, in what's taking place in California. Now, Betty Williams, I've known for over a decade. Betty Williams is a uh, is a, a, the standard of the NAACP in the state of California. Uh, she's, a, she's a known advocate. She, she's been associated with the NAACP for over over 20 years as the president for 20 years in Sacramento. And she simply wants to run for the presidency. But what they've done is they've, they've done this, they've put out this hit piece campaign on her, and they, they've, they've tried to do everything they can to stop her, and anybody who they think supports her, so um, I don't know if Betty can call in on this, John, because she is running for president and because of her situation. Good morning, Christy Graham. And because of her situation as it relates to uh, some of the things that they're doing, some things have happened that, that uh, on a cyber level that may be called criminal. I'd um, like to add something so, about, for Betty Williams. Um, that's actually how I met her. I had no help calling into the national, emailing Rick Callender, calling, because we have criti- a crisis out here in the Antelope Valley, and Betty Williams did answer. Um, she, I actually met her in the Capitol um, in a group um, the day at the Capitol with the NAACP and other organizations, and I had no idea who she was, but I seen her work. And she was responsive and attentive, and she leads even outside of the NAACP. So they do go after anyone who works, anyone who's influential. Even if she couldn't get NAACP attorney, she found some for the cases, for the people. Anyone who was responsible to the people, who was responsive to the people, are a threat. Um, uh, yeah, Reese Hopkins says the NAA, Hold on, Reese Hopkins says the NAACP. It's just an arm of the, the DNC, as is the Congressional Black Caucus. Good morning, Tara Jones. Good morning to you. Uh, go ahead, Steve. What were you going to say? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, one of the things that uh, me and Betty, what we decided to do, you know, I decided, I said, I'm going to go ahead and take the heat, Betty, so I'm going to go ahead and run. So they start attacking me. So, you know, so uh, they, because, the organization is, is so corrupted in the sense that, you know, because like I said, Rick is on the committee and Derek Johnson and the uh, 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 Leon Russell, you know, all of them, you know, you know, pretty much so 
they're uh, they're on the same page. So you know, so they had them. So I had them come after me. I had them, so I went ahead and ran. Had them come after me, and then Betty got on the committee. So what we did because they would have been attacking her earlier and earlier, but they would spend all their time attacking me. Now Betty's on the uh uh, 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 uh she's on the uh on the on the slate, and how they trying to go after her personality. They trying to attack her. John Beckman said every organization has criminal elements. This just happens to be the largest in the black community. Um, uh, Dave Smith said Reese is not qualified to speak on black organizations. He's too damn shallow. Um, Reese says they no longer work as a civil rights organization. They are a fundraising apparatus for Democrats. Think slush fund. Do you agree with that? Oh, I agree with that. And and Uh-oh. have no customer service. You can't get to them. Uh, they don't return your calls. They don't, you know, they don't schedule. You know, okay. they're running the organization backwards. I, 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 Does anyone have a solution? This, we know what's wrong. Does anyone have a solution? Okay. Well, Lori, that was my solution. This what we're talking about here is the situation. Okay, that's right. what we're talking about right now. So first, before we can even, we got to address, and, and Lori, you seem to be a bit agitated. Is everything okay with you? <sighs> because I, I see somebody mentioned black on black. Somebody mentioned black on black, and that's exactly what I mean, it is. It, it, it so was no, okay, so, so Lori, let me, okay, I'm going to put you on mute for a minute, Lori. This is a yeah. show, this is this show's part satire, Lori. And it, it was it was a silly little joke. But, you, but you're way too... High strung, young lady. It's cool. We we're, we're actually trying to help you. We're trying to give right. the fact that there's something wrong with this organization, That's and right. it needs to be spoken about. We're trying to get that out there. And yes, yeah, sometimes, Lori, there is black on that. Black folk are more criminal towards black folk than uh, than anybody else. And so, you know, um, emotionally, you you just way out there. And um, as Janet Marie says, she can't get her emotions in check. You got you to gotta get your emotions in check because we're trying to help you. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not against you. I'm trying to help you. Um, Michael Niner yeah. Jordan said the NAACP is a weak organization that will not help you out when police wrongdoings are the case. Um, and that's known for a fact. Except for right here in Sacramento, um, Michael Niner Jordan, anytime there was a real issue uh, with law enforcement, um, and the community, Betty Williams was on the front line, always has been, and that is an absolute fact. Um, Reese Hopkins says that it's because of black doesn't mean it's perfect. And you're absolutely right, Reese. Um, and in this situation, it's not perfect. And I want to, um, so um, the national advancement number, the, the number to the NAACP uh, national is 877 NAACP 98. Um, so I don't know why you didn't just put Eight seven seven six two 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 seven nine eight. Missy Smurf. Why you gotta do that whole long, drawn out blah 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 when you could just say eight seven seven six two 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 seven nine eight. Eight seven seven. Thank you. Six two two, two seven nine eight. So that's what that's the NAACP. I'm calling them today, and I'm gonna ask them um, what is going on in California. Um, Michael Niner Jordan said the NAACP is a false hope. But based on what I'm hearing, Mike, you probably are right. 
when, when the people that are in the organization are saying, hey, this organization isn't doing what it's supposed to do. It's not standing for what it's supposed to stand for. Um, um, and, and you're right, Reese, everything has flaws no matter the color, but we're not talking about a flaw here, Reese. We're talking about a complete breakdown. Flaws because of people, but this organization is in a complete breakdown because the leadership won't abide by the laws and the rules and regulations that it has in place to protect the people that are volunteering. Um, Lori, you're a volunteer as as the president of NAACP, right? Yep. I actually pay. I pay for everything that I've done. I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, Where are the metrics... Where are the metrics that say that you guys are actually fulfilling your mandate or that you're actually doing what you're supposed to do? Like, where, where's the, the metrics that say that we can follow to say, okay, we're doing it or we're not doing it or we're on track or we're off track? Like, That's well, what they need, audits and surveys. Well, Good question. Lissy, uh, could I answer that, Lord? That's mm-hmm. what they need, audits and surveys. How do you surveys. evaluate the Surveys, yeah, said, well, how are you measuring success? How are you measuring right. the effectiveness of an organization? No, but he's saying where are the metrics, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, could I answer that question, sir? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, there is uh, uh, the metrics is that, you know, when we have complaints, you know, you know, uh, uh, we have uh, the, the structure of the NAACP is supposed to be a bottom-up organization, you know, that's how it's been running, and that's when it's efficient. And 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 what's happening is that you know uh, we have so many complaints a year. How many complaints that get resolved, and this, that, and the other. Uh, so at the uh, should we say unit level, the NAACP is functioning in most places because a lot of them have have sold out. But a lot of the uh, presidents, a lot of the state, you know, uh, people, you know, we get the complaints and we take care of us thousand different little problems every day but once you get to the national level there's no support there's no customer service they then hire people to run for the different departments that don't get back to you uh and 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 that what their metrics is how much money they can raise that's their metric which makes 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 this statement even more pronounced that it's the the arm of the the dnc uh, and that it's not really about making change at all. So um, Betty Williams and the, the Betty Williamses across the, the different states uh, become um, collateral damage because they have a system in place that they don't want to that they don't want to break break rank with. And if if a, if a state president is like Betty Williams, who actually is going to do something to get things done. She's going to be on the helmet at the national level. Oh yeah, and that's why that might oh, not be what they want. Of course not. And uh, that's the situation we're under. You know, we all volunteers. Mm-hmm. We pay the national. The reason how the national gets money is that we go out and we do membership drives. Half of our money goes to the NAACP. We raise money or get a or somebody gives us money. We got to give twenty five to thirty five percent to national, and you know. And it's it's the bottom up that builds the organization, and that's what we are. But the, does the but national the, president does the national president the get president, money? Does the, does the national president get a get a check? 
Yes, he does. All yeah, all the national staff. Yeah, he gets the check, mm. and he works for oh. us, but so it don't work national, for us. Hold on, hold on. Time's out. The national get a check. Does the state presidents get a check? No, we don't. It's all volunteer. The regional director doesn't get a. I mean, the region. How the staff people that we supposed to have a regional director. We don't have a reason. To have I know what I'm going to start calling. I'm going to start calling the NAACP at the national level Goldie. I'm from moving forward. When you hear me talk about Goldie, I'm talking about the NAACP at the national level because Goldie pimping everybody. That's right. Good morning, That's Sharon James. Wow, this is crazy. Uh, so I, I, you know what? It really um, this is an eye-opening conversation for me, um, because I, now now I can see some of, I, I hear why Lori is so frustrated. Actually, uh, I'm going to be truthful why I'm frustrated. Huh? I'm going to be truthful. I done had the police called on me so many times, and I have to keep a recorder on my voice just to prove um, what happened happened or keep a witness. I literally go around town asking for a complaint and policy form. And I was in the district attorney's office and a supervising clerical staff called, all, called over a policewoman and told her I was hostile despite my witness and I couldn't even get a report. That's why I'm a little emotional because I see this is what I, go, I went to Wit Calendar about. I sent him a Senate report that showed investigative processes flawed that black people complaints are being ignored and everything that I experienced in state employment, I'm experiencing within the NAACP to the 10th power. Wow. Uh, Reese, good morning. <laughs> Reese, I know you, you really are over there with problems. I deal with them. I deal with them regularly, Jay King. When I'm on WTIC, we had at least five incidents on WTIC where I reached out to the NAACP to call for comment to uh, to give their insight on certain issues. I know plenty of members of the NAACP of Hartford, 860 NAACP, and everything that I'm hearing here has always been the complaints in and outside of the NAACP. Uh, they know it. And I use the term slush fund for a reason, and you folks, you just confirmed that for me. You do all the ground, ground level work, right? You do all the fundraising, all that money is siphoned back, back. Yeah, for free. You siphon all that money back up to the hedge, which in essence goes in their coffers. It pays right. for, the, for the national staff, and then they use that money to do what? To endorse candidates of the Democrat Party. Um, Rush Limbaugh famously called it the, the National Association of Black Caucasians because all they do is fundraise and give their money to the Democrat Party. They are not a civil rights organization anymore. The only time you ever see anybody in the NAACP come out of the local branches when something racist happens in those towns, you never hear a word from the national branch. Ben Jealous no. to Quasi M. Fume, who's now a, 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 a congressman. Um, these guys have always been, it's always been about stature for them, and it's never about the civil rights organization. It's about fundraising um, and, and endorsing their favorite candidates. That's what it is. Um, Delina Johnson said it appears as if the it's a concerted effort from within the NAACP to make it non-effectual and of no value to people of color. Conrada says, yep. I had a friend who had the word nigger burnt on wood at his work site. 
and he was the only black man there on site in Roseville. NAACP said nothing and just sent him in circles and never got back to him. Um, good morning, Dr. Right. Brown. Yeah, if they can't and, nationalize the story, it is a non-issue. The NAACP rarely gets involved unless they can nationalize the story. And uh, when you talk about, uh, you know, when you look at, you know, what they do, for example, we're the largest organization, and 95% of black people are not members. They're not members because when uh, you go by area by area, you know, that the organization has not been affixed because at the top they've been basically not pushing the program. They've been attacking the good, all the good, all the good leadership. They attack, you know, they attack, uh, let's see, the guy who, the uh, poor people, he was on the board. They attacked him and put him off, uh, uh, Reverend uh, 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 Harbor. They, they kicked him off. All the people that try to do something, they attack and kick them off, and then they say, sue us. You got to go all the way back to Baltimore to sue them, which I'm going back there to sue them. You know, it's just, you know, you got to go back to Baltimore to get any relief. And most people are volunteers, you know, so we need to set up a, a, a fund so that when they start attacking our, lead, you know, the, the bottom leadership, that we can have a fund so that we can be able to litigate. You can't the, have uh, a fund to do that because of the, the, the NAACP don't allow it. So how can you have a fund? They don't, um, Paulette says the local branches don't give their money to local elected officials. There's a difference between local branches and state and national. Paulette, what, right. what he's talking about is national. What Reese is talking about is national because that's where the real yeah. money is. Wally Brown that's said, Jay, I'm a membership yeah. chair for Sacramento NAACP. The, 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 <laughs> what, what we're saying here, you guys, is that um, I, I don't know. Do anybody Has anybody ever dri- driven a, a Model T? Anybody ever driven a Model T? Yeah, I drove one. You, I mean, you a lie. That's one, but that's not your. No, my mama, my mama you. had one. Yeah, I know. I'm not put your dumb ass on mute. I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, so, um, have you rode in a in double, Have you rode in a um in a Model T? My grandmother's husband had one. That he kept. Okay, on Jay, why you why you put me on mute? My mama had one. She because, said her grandma. Okay, uh, because um, if you rode in a Model T, or if you drove a Model T like um, like th- th- this boy, uh, Brother Reverend Ali, then you know the Model T ain't a car you can put on the highway, can you? You can't drive that. No, we, you can't drive that Model T. On, you can't drive that on the freeway, street. can you? I know. Well, I'm they asking you. Never did take it on the freeway. I was they was always on the street, so that's interesting. Yeah, you you say drive, that. You know what? You know why you can't drive it on the, on the freeway, brother Reverend Ali? Why is it? Because it, it ain't gonna it go fast enough. It's out of date. It, it, it won't. It, 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 the car won't go fast enough to, to to keep up with the freeway. But that's what we have. In the, in the well, maybe that's why they let me drive it then, because it was going nice slow driving. when I was driving. Okay, so I'm putting you on YouTube. And so what we have with the NAACP today is a Model T on the superhighway. See, the Model T can't drive. It's a beautiful car to look at. 
you know, it's, it's one of it's one of the first automobiles. But it, it's not an automobile that you that's practical enough for you to drive, you know, in doing your everyday. And that's what the NAACP has become. It's a Model T. It's outdated. Now, how do we know it's outdated? Well, because the people that are members of the NAACP are saying, in essence, the model that we work under is outdated. It doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It's not serving the people. And, you know, um, you, put a, you put a Model T up against a Jaguar, and um, before, that, before it can get started, because that Jaguar has crossed the finish line. That's why, that's why we are in the position we're in. That's why our community is so far behind. The organizations that are supposed to be the drivers for us, that are supposed to be leading the way, are so far behind, even in how, how they govern themselves. Um, I believe that in the, the only way the NAACP changes is for you all to do what you're doing right now it's the challenge, challenge it, and but even even as you get rebuffed because you will in this instance, that you don't stop the challenge. Because if you guys if you guys let up at any time for any reason, they win, and as a community we lose. And that's what's been happening because they've been attacking all the leadership, you know. Uh, uh, from uh, this. All, all the people that try to do something, especially under this administration right now, you know, and now what they're trying to do is take over the elections. They're trying to take over the elections, which, you know, they should monitor the elections, but not take them over, you know, and, and, and so that they can manipulate and put who they want and, and do all kind of, you know, illegal things. You know, you know, that's why I said, you know, the major, our number one strategy is that we need the community to call the IRS to make a complaint with the IRS to ask them why they're not following their rules and regulations because, you know, so, so that we can begin to really address and we need to set up a GoFundMe account so that for the people that have Article 10s on them and this, that, and the other, that we can get into court back in Baltimore and litigate it because the minute, you know, for example, my case, the bylaw so says that you got Article Ten. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, can I ask a question, Jay? So you're saying that yeah. you need to set up a GoFundMe so that the yeah. public can give money for you to fight within the organization with all the problems and issues that the public has that we have. Right, the because they education, can't. All these let things, me tell you why. We can take our resources why, to give. Because they can't raise money inside. Can't. They can't raise money inside the organization to they'll, do they'll this. Kick you out. So it has to happen from the outside, and, and the, the, which is crazy. And I know what you're getting. I know what you're getting at, Potter. But if we mm-hmm. wanted to change, right, as a community, then those are the things we're going to have to do. If they if it's going to change, otherwise, um, it does. It becomes just as Reese called it. It's it's a slush fund for the DNC. It does no it does no good for right. the community it's supposed to. And that's right. And it, and 
And here we go round in a circle. That's right. It sounds like to me, it's, well, it sounds to me that. John Beckman, you don't have to donate anything. Go ahead. What did you say? Um, Michael Niner Jordan said, your best bet is to play the part, then do your diligence once you get it on top. And Michael Niner Jordan, this is the issue. There's an agenda in place already. And in, uh, with that agenda, that they have a president that sits and carries out the agenda as planned. And they're not going to let it change. So when the people, which are the body of the organization, say, this, this guy, this woman, isn't doing the people's work. And then they don't, uh, we, want, we want to move them. They create a system that stops those people. So, it, so playing the game is one thing, Mike. Uh, when the game is already rigged, that no matter That's how right. you play it, you can't win. It's a funky That's game. Right. Uh, Dave Smith said this is really fucked up. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. But that's why, you know, um, you know, um, we gotta see. You gotta make enough noise to make it uncomfortable for mm-hmm. people who cheating to cheat because they watching because now all eyes on those people. And this is where you have to sometimes like see. Um, now, now, how is the voting? If I, if I if like. If I recruited 100 people to become members of the NAACP, right, and they paid their membership, would they get the vote on the presidency or or, or not? Well, uh, this is how it goes. You know, okay, so we have three levels. We have, uh, we have the unit level, and, you know, each member votes for the president of, the, uh, of the, your branch. Then we have the state level that each branch, for example, you know, we have 400 members, we get six delegates. Six delegates when we have our, uh, our uh, state convention, uh, we have then the six, you elect six delegates to vote for the state president. And then, and then, the, then we have a regional uh, a, a group, you know, seven regions. And then all the presidents that are state presidents are on the region board. And then they elect a a board member. So right, okay, hold on, but you guys, okay, listen, Steve, I need you guys to stay right where we are. We're at the state level. That's all I want to talk about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so at the state level, each unit gets uh, so many delegates, depending on how many uh, members you have. For no, example, what I'm we, saying is, if I listen, let me, maybe, maybe I'm not explaining myself. All right. I'm a member. Right. I'm a member in Sacramento. I'm a okay. member of the Sacramento NAACP. Okay. There's going to be an election for the state president. Right. Do I get to vote? No, unless you're a delegate. Each unit, we have 54 units, and 54 units get so many five or six delegates. And then those so delegates I, are the ones that get to vote. Okay, what determines how many the delegates? General body. The size of the branch what is the body. What determines how many delegates you get? How many members you have? So okay, by, so, okay, so your branch. So if I got two, if I have two hundred members, how many delegates do I get? You probably get four delegates. 
If I have 300 members, how many delegates do I get? I it's, well, I think the minimum is four. I think it goes four, six, eight. You know, so so four, okay, four, so, four, so when I add how many delegates that I get, then the, the simple answer is four to eight based on the size of your organization. Right. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's yeah, that's the formula. See, see how? See how? Yeah, that's okay. So, so now, um, so, and then the delegates vote for the president. Now, can delegates be uh, suspended? Can a can a uh, can a branch's delegates be suspended? I was. Well. Uh, well, the question, well, well, at the state level, nobody can suspend nobody. All they can do is keep you off the ballot. So, like, in 2021, they kept 31 people off the ballot. You know, the okay. other person that was supposed to be here right. was okay. Okay. That's good. Okay, that's good. Okay. See, I need you guys, we got to get, I want to get to concise information. So, how yeah. many people are on the ballot on this election in 23? Who's on the ballot? Well, on this, I think there were 24 people on. Look, I, I, I think there were. Let's see, there were only three contestants. Uh, there okay. was the uh, president. On the upcoming the, election, election. Hold it. On the upcoming election, is Betty Williams on the ballot? Yes, she is because they couldn't put her off. They tried, okay, but they okay. couldn't. Okay. They, Let me answer my question. Please answer my question. I just want to. Is Betty Williams on yes. the ballot? Is there anybody on the ballot be, besides Betty Williams and Rick Callender for president? No, just those two. Okay. I was going to be on the ballot, based, but they removed me. Okay, I know we got listen. I don't want well, I don't want all that. I just trying to get to. So okay. Betty and and Rick. Right. Um, and from Betty and Rick, there are fifty four branches that have right. between eight and four, I mean, four and eight delegates, right? That's correct. Okay, so I'm going to say that there are 54 branches with an average of six delegates. That's four carried to two. That's three. 324 people That's right. roughly are going to vote for this presidency, right? Yes, if if you pay and go to the convention, yeah. Okay, okay. So so that's the maximum. So really, that's the maximum. And, and how much does it cost to go to the convention? Well, uh, uh, this year I think it was two hundred and twenty dollars if you paid uh, at, at advance, and then how much? How Additional one fifty if you if you miss that deadline. Yeah, so it's three hundred okay. or four hundred dollars. So, Okay, so and, and as a delegate, is, uh, as a delegate, is it mandatory for you to go to the convention? Well, they're making it, it mandatory. Well, it, it used to didn't be, but they changed the procedures. This, you know, they changed the procedures that you have to be there. You didn't have to be there uh, 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 before right. they okay. changed. So, but, but, but they so the simple answer. So the simple answer is yes. Yes, you have to pay. Right? Yeah. No. Do you have be to be there? Be if there. You're, if you're a delegate, do you have to attend? Because it just it seems to me, it, why would you, why would you be a delegate and not attend? 
So is it mandatory for you to attend? Yeah, you have to pay the fee. If you okay, I understand like that. I, I, I'm only talking about it. I'm only talking about attending. So you have to. So so you guys know that there's 300 plus delegates that are going to vote. If they Based pay. on what you guys. But a lot, a lot of units don't have the money to be able to pay for the delegates. So you never know how many is going to be there because a lot of units don't have no money because we are okay. volunteers. And a lot, you know, so they they may so, not have so the money. To pay for so the wouldn't delegates. it be smart? Wouldn't it be smart for a unit to only pick delegates that are financially stable enough to pay? Absolutely. That's usually, yes. That would be smart. Is that is that normally what happens? Uh, yeah, that's normally what happens. Like I said, most of it's volunteers. Like our unit, we might pay for the president. This is Stephen. Stephen, you guys got to. I'm gonna tell you, you guys, you guys have to be a little more precise in how you guys are going to discuss this because, and, and you guys got to answer questions because the questions oh. are really where the answers are. That's why I'm asking you. If, um, um, of course, if you got to pay to go to a convention, most conventions you have to pay to go to, except for mine with the California Black Chamber of Commerce. I make it mostly free for people who can afford it, but people who can't afford it, I make it available for them to come because I'd rather have people who need the help in the building than to get money in my pockets. But that's me. That's the way my tipsy rolls. Good morning, Bernard. So now, how many delegates do you believe will be in the building? You don't really know unless you are. I can guess less than, I think about half, because at the National Convention, half of the people are missing voting for the resolution, so there's not good attendance. At the state state level, half still, because people will not fly out to San Francisco. Okay, so so let me go back to what what I asked you guys in the first place. I said, why would anybody pick a delegate that can't make it? So if you guys are picking the delegates, but they can't make it, isn't part of the issue you all at the, the local people. level that, that that you guys know Absolutely. you guys aren't picking the right people? Absolutely. Well, so Animal Valley has six delegates and only three are going. Six, only three are going. Six delegates, only three are going. It's the people. So, so why? So why? Good morning, Vincent Shelley. Good morning, Michelle Neal. Why wouldn't you guys pick other delegates to to replace the three who aren't going? That's why I joined. That's why state employees joined in the annual ballot. Uh, yeah, but you didn't answer. You, but you didn't answer my question. I don't understand why you. Why well, you, question, you know, well, look, look, all I can do is speak for me. I paid for me to go, and uh, maybe someone else, but they got to step up. They just changed that this year. You didn't have to go before this. I don't care when they, they changed it. Listen, I don't care when they changed it. As soon as you change it, listen, if you guys if you guys want to make sure that the people you want in office are in office, 
you guys got to not just be in the game. You got to be ahead of the game. You got to be ready for when, when, when the game changes. There's no way I agree. that I would have a that I would have a delegate in my branch, in my unit, whatever you call it, not attend. I would say if you can't show up, let Little Willie and the Grease Monkeys go because they got the money and they're going to help us pick the new president. Uh, Paulette uh, Gibson said, "Jay, you're right. We have to be strategic. The branches can pick alternates." I would have alternates. There's no way that I would not have every delegate that can vote there to vote. No way. That's why they're going to win. Because the game is well, rigged. Most, Go ahead. It is I'm, I'm just saying, and you know, that this was the first year that you had to pay. This was the first year. I don't care. Listen, it don't matter what it what what it is. It is. So you guys, you you guys talk about things that don't matter because you got to pay. That's it. So why even discuss the fact that you got to pay? I got to find somebody who can pay. That would be my concern. Uh, Good morning, Lambert Davis. How are you? I agree. You know, one thing that I'm not hearing discussed about the NAACP and also the Urban League, when those organizations were founded, they weren't founded by people that look like us, and they were told not to deal with economics, just deal with civil rights or whatever it was. And that's precise. And I think that's why there's so much confusion, because initially they were founded not to deal with economics. That's that's all I have to say about the... NAACP, Urban League. Good morning, Big, good morning, Big Charles. How's the weather in, in Louisiana? It's, it's nice down here. Very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. I got a question. Are you guys sure that it's, it's about the money and it's not about the individual? Because it seems like you as a state employee can pay for you and somebody else to go. But these other three delegates can't afford to go. What do they do that they can't afford to go and you have the, uh, the means to do it? Because to me, that could almost sound like them saying I can care less about what's going on at this moment. I literally paid for everything I did and more for this branch, and I reached out for help. That's why we need to support and, and pay attention to the politics of the organization. Betty Williams versus Rick Callender. Look, look, look at what they're doing. Look at their track records and histories instead of who they know and who they're best friends with. Who's more competent? That's what we got to look at. Well, well, if they thought of, if that was the case, Rick Callender would have never sat in the seat. So we know that that's not the case here. But the, and, you know, well, so, well, and to, well it wasn't the case, how, but let's now let's we have Betty how, Williams. Let's look at how but, Rick and, became and, president. Rick became president that, first of all, Alice had a stroke. Alice had a stroke. Steve, none of those things matter. See, they matter to you guys because you guys on the inside, people that are listening, that's not what matters. They want to see you win. You guys got to no, decide. I, you guys got to decide if you want to be right or if you want to win. Because right you, now, everything you're going to say to me, you're right. But it ain't going to help you win. Do you think the things that are going to help you win? You guys uh, got to figure out what your strategy is going to be now. How do we win? That should be the only thing you guys are talking about. How do 
we win. What do we need to do? I got, I got a solution. I got a solution. We win with the people oh, we... with our communities. I, I became oh. the president not paying for any votes at all. And I had learned that people pay for votes out here. Pastors pay for votes out here. But people remember me in the community because I actually went with them on their complaints. Little four-year-old black boy being accused of sexual harassment by his teacher. That one story that just went national about a black woman getting punched by a sheriff's department, a, a sheriff's officer. I know, but you told me you had a solution. What is your? Okay. We have solutions. What's your solution? We, we join. We join. We educate. We join. We educate. We got a lot of people going okay. up in range. Lori, you got a, Lori, you have a an election coming up. You guys have an election coming up. In a, in a few months or a month or so, what is your solution? Will they solution? let Rich Callender debate Betty? That's what we do. Our solution is to join, to, to when you said as things change, just like they had literacy tests to discourage black people from voting, this is a discouragement too. We, a lot of people can't afford to fly to San Francisco. They never have anything in uh, L.A. County okay. where it's needed. But we adapt, and we step to it. Then, we step then to you it. Draw, okay, uh, yeah. Vernical says, this is a, uh, Vernical says she's getting too emotional. It's in her angry voice. Dre Hines said, no plan. Christy Graham says, I'm mad that I got to walk into the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office for this course until 5 p.m., and we'll have to stop listening here in a few minutes, but it's juicy. Good morning, Dave Pouncey. Janet Marie said, damn, she's a firecracker. Jeff Carlin says, exactly, no plan, no plan. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, if, um, if, if on the outside looking in, me on the outside looking in, listening to you guys, you won't win. You guys, are, you, you know, you, instead of saying what, how, how expensive it is for people to get to San Francisco, my mindset would be we, we need to get a, um, we need to get a, a, a caravan of, um, of cars driving, we need to um, get an Airbnb and bunk up together. We all need to be there. We need to make sure everybody is there. See, um, I, I couldn't if I got a chance to win. And in this case, Betty Williams really has a chance to win if, because if I'm a betting man, I'm going to bet that uh, that the reason why they're afraid of her is because if all the delegates show up, she wins. Uh, Paulette said there is a strategy, but it, it can't always be publicized because of the politics. We have to be careful what we say, especially Betty and I, because she's running for state and I'm running for national. Um, Janet Marie yeah. said, calm minds and unity will prevail. Um, Lee Fletcher says they're both speaking about the problem without a solution to fight to win. Um, because, they're, because they're frustrated. Not gonna, um, Lee, I, you know, it's easy for us to, to say that because we ain't on a, we're on the outside. Just imagine your head getting pounded right. on every day, some new shit coming at you every day. It, it, it'll make you mad. Paulette says she's going to win. Um, Jeff Carlin says that's a solution, practical solution to the affordability issue. Yeah, I would, the practical solution for me is I'm going to get, I'm going to get um, a bunch of vans. Uh, I'm going to get people who, can, who, can, um, who, who, do, ha- who do have the money back in um, – that can give fifty dollars, a hundred bucks, twenty bucks, two hundred bucks. I'm gonna pool all that money together, and I'm gonna make sure every delegate that I know uh, stands with Betty Williams is gonna be there. I don't give a damn about the ones that that's against her, but the ones that for her, 
promise you, every one of them, every one that I could that I could muster up would be there. And th- that's what I would. Do. That's how I would. That would be my thing. Yeah. When was when was the NAACP established? Bernard Middlebrook said you can also get people who can host them. Reese Hopkins says perhaps they just don't know what the problem is. Has anyone listening figured out what the problem is from what they've heard? Yeah, yeah, I figured out the problem, Reese. The problem is you have a system in place that doesn't want to be to be changed. Who's who's doing all that talking back there? Oh, is that you? Yeah, somebody's. Um, <laughs> that, I, yeah, is that, I don't is know that who you, that is. Um, um, Atwood, because we can't hear nothing. You said you sound like you muffled, muffled Junior. <laughs> you need to. Uh, well, the, we can hear you talk. Well, the, my bad. My phone wasn't on self mute. My bad. Well, what, oh, what I was saying was in that statement was um, when I say, you know, perhaps they, meaning these these two individuals who work for NAACP, perhaps they have not discerned what their individual problem is. They may be trying to solve a macro problem when they're having a micro one, if you get my meaning, huh. right? Yeah. What I mean by that is both of your problems with the NV, uh, NAACP may not be in or coincide with each other. They may not be symmetric. They may be they they may be instrumental to the to the establishment that you work for or how it affects you. So when you're looking at it they from a macro for reason. We, neither of them work for the NAACP. They both oh, they both were presidents of different branches. They are volunteers right, that's what I meant. for the NAACP. Right. That's what I meant. They're, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying their individual needs Reese, both are yep. suspended because oh. they opposed the city president. So what he did was he found a way to do what they call an Article 10. And Article 10 suspends them from being being able to be part of the process. I and actually so, wasn't Article and, 10. Okay. I actually wasn't. Okay, so tell, okay what were you? I was just suspended with a letter. Um, no hearings, everything against the bylaws, and I can't even verify. I still have a membership, according to membership department, but I can't talk to anyone. Nobody's responding to me. So I was just suspended illegally, and I can't challenge it. She was and suspended. Can I ask the young lady what her duties were? Can I ask she the young lady, president. what were your duties? When, and w- no, what were her duties? I understand she was the president. What did she do okay, day uh, to day? Like, what was she what I did day to day, what I did even before the presidency, um, I actually we didn't have anyone accepting calls, so I created a phone um, a phone line, a website, and I just started taking information from the community, taking complaints, organizing them, seeing what departments had majority uh, racial disparities, how people were responding, and that's actually when I reached out to Rick Callender for help because I was drowning. Yeah, so it sounds like to me, it sounds to me like this is an operational issue. A lot of these things could be automated. Well, the question is... Who's going to respond and then go to a school and sit in a courtroom? No, 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 no. A large part of this can be automated 
You can dispatch yes. people, but I'm just saying a lot of this seems like it can be automated. I think somebody what needs part? to look okay, at this okay. organization top he, he down. To, uh, okay, I, I'll see right now. I'm gonna put your part ass on mute. You, part of you missed the goddamn point. You don't know. Right. You, you guys are so busy trying to tell. That's not the problem here. The problem here the problem. is there is a system in place that, irrespective of what they do, good, bad, or indifferent, will not be able to be carried out because the system says. You ain't bowing down to daddy. And because you don't bow down to daddy, you don't, you don't get to play. You ain't in the game. Because daddy and controls you the game. That, that's where I was getting to. Does it need to exist at this point? Where is the competing, what do you a mean? competing it, organization that does the same thing? Like, no. I, I, no, you don't exist it. just because it's you have existed. Your ass on Please, watch, because you, because you, you, you fucking up the conversation. You know, I, yeah, see, let me tell you conversation. guys. Let me tell you what is a problem for me. When you guys come in and you guys know what we're talking about, we're talking about the NAACP and the issue. We're not trying That's to, right. we're not trying to find a competing organization or none of that shit. What we're trying to do is look. Why do I have to leave and go find someplace else? to serve because this organization that is supposed to be an organization for the people isn't doing That's what right. it's supposed to do. That's right. Shit. No, I'm going to stay the goddamn course, and, and I'm going to change the issue. I'm going to change the That's problem right. here. Um, John Bickman said, any organization that requires my ass to bow down, I'm out. No if, ands, and buts. It's not a requirement, John. It's not a requirement of the organization. It's a requirement of the individual who sits in the seat, who the is leadership. Um, uh, who is over exaggerating his leadership. Right. Underperforming. But you don't get to push me. I, I try to I put, try to push me out some shit that I want to be in, and watch where watch where I end up. So that's why Betty Williams is there. That's why she's trying to change it. That's why this conversation exists today. And that's why I hope that you all, um, if you're in, so is it too late to join? Um, well, I guess uh, um, I guess every organization has already picked its delegates, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, they had to be in a certain date. So all the delegates have okay. been picked. So, so Steve, let me ask you a question. How many delegates is in is in your branch? Uh, let's see. We had we have six delegates. And um, see, how many I, of them are going to six? Because we paid for them. Because we raised the money to do it. You know, we okay. raised the money. So, okay, hold and we on. Got okay. the budget I know, but Steve, Steve, I just ask you a yeah. question. I I like when you answer my questions and just stay right with my question. Okay. So okay, we got six. six. Can you, we pick? Okay, and so six. So you guys have six. Six are going. Which way are they leaning? Do you guys know how you guys are going to vote, or do you guys have to hold that close to your chest until voting time? Well, uh, we the new president that took over. You know, uh, after they removed me, uh, 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 I don't know what he's doing. You know, but most of our delegates are going to vote for the best. But uh, uh, the the uh, president that took over, he sort of, you know, so, you know, so, and, and you know, so we really, yeah. I, I don't know Maybe. what you said, but um, 
And because it didn't make sense. She said a whole bunch of stuff that didn't make a whole bunch of sense. Um, hey, Jay. Hey, yeah. Steve sound like Steve sound like uh, your boy, man. Uh, Lonzo Williams. You got the book. For the book, yeah. <laughs> All I know is, hey, he said, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Lori. So we got four for sure many... to go to both and two we don't know. Okay, okay. So we got, okay. Um, Lori, how many delegates um, How many delegates do you guys have going? Or, or do you guys have a Three going, uh, maximum six, but three are going. We have a track record of, of barely going to these. Events and voting. Okay. So, um, so, do so, you guys know the three? Do you guys know the three that aren't going? Um, I'm not allowed in the meetings anymore, so I just okay. get yes, word. Yes. Of, okay. So let me ask you. So when I ask a question, it it, 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 it like that's a yes or no. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Um, so do you I know, know six which is the maximum? Three are going. The two I know two per, um, individuals I do know personally that are going. Do you know the three that aren't going? Um, I believe I do. I mean, I okay. have an idea. So, of so the three, sure. of the three that aren't going, are they in favor of what you want, or are they against what you want? I think it might be against because it was the secretary that um, I okay. complained so, about. Okay, so okay, so they're against what you want. So you don't mind them not going. I don't mind them not going, um, but I okay. still wish so that our members three, knew what our delegates what were doing. The three, okay, the three that are going. What I believe about the three that, that are going? they got. Um, I I believe that. I believe at least two will vote for Betty. Okay. Right. So let so let me tell you guys something because um, I don't know how many I don't think you guys have done a lot of interviews. And the reason why I say that is because of how you guys answer questions. So I'm going to help you guys in case you guys do any more. So when people are asking the question, they just want the precise answer because you guys know the story. We don't. So we don't need the backstory. We just need to know because we just need to know what's there because I'm talking to people that are listening and they have to, and they're trying to get a grip on what, on what, it's taking place. And that's why Potter is delving the way he is because he, cause he, doesn't know, he don't know because he's trying to figure out what is going on here. Why don't they just go start another organization becomes the, because we haven't made the, 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 the point that this is an organization that belongs to the people. And, that's right. Um, and this organization is being mishandled and mismanaged. And it's, and it's working contrary to to, to the mission, and that's, that's why right. Reese Hopkins. That's why Reese Hopkins said, "Hey, this is nothing more than a, a feeder fish, an arm of the DNC." So, it, which would make you believe that all black people are Democrats. And that is not so. Mm-hmm. There are some black people that looking. are Republicans. There are some black people that are uh, that are uh, uh, independent. There are some that mm-hmm. are centrist. We're not a monolith. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. our when our civil rights organization marries itself to one political party, 
It kind of weakens us as a as a body of people. Indeed. And it goes against and, the NAACP policy. Our policy is to be non uh, uh, we're political. not supposed to be either one. Non-political. See, we're non-political. See, see, that's the issue. The issue is the leadership don't even go against that principle. We're supposed to be non-political. And, Jay, Jay, you're absolutely right. The reason I said that was because I was looking for them to come back and defend and say, no, we don't need another organization because this is what we do for the community. Like, we do good right. work, and this is kind of our mandate. That's what I was kind of looking for, but so I'm trying and, to figure out what it is we that, that the, NAACP the really does. Level. So. At, see, at the unit level, see, at the unit level, we do good work. We do good work at the unit level. We serve, we help hundreds of people, little things about, oh, a complaint here, a complaint there. But, at the, but once you move up to the national level, we get no support, we pay their salaries, and they attack people who are activists. The activists get kicked out of the organization, and that's what we are, an activist organization. That's the issue we up against here, that the activists get kicked out and the and, and and the cronies stay in and be talking about dem- we we're not Democrat or Republican we for justice but they don't they don't flipped it right they they made it a, a Democratic organization Vertical said um, it's a house built on sand um, Dre Hines says it's a house built on quicksand and. <laughs> right. uh, um, and um, um, Snitchy Smurcell said it, it shall not long withstand. And if it, and if we don't, and listen, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say this to black folk. I tell you guys all the time, we let mediocrity be okay. That's right. Mediocrity is okay in our community. We're cool with mediocrity. We 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 make excuses for mediocrity, and we say why and what happened to us. Um, a lot of the shit that's happening to us is what we do to us. We got, you know, um, we got some cold people, and you know, there's some black folk. Believe it or not, there's some black people in our community that don't want black people to do well. Because right. if, if they do well, I'm looking at they can't fail victimhood. I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at a website called OpenSecrets.com. So what they do is, is they, go, they go over the fundraising apparatus for all of these organizations. So I just looked at the NAACP is on Open Secrets. <laughs> this is their percentage based upon party. Okay, so they broke it down from Democrats, others, and Republicans. In 2020, the number of contributions to Democrats was 61.27%. Other was 38.48%. Republicans, 0.24%. Yeah. <laughs> in, 20, in 2022. Wait, wait, wait. In 2022, Bernard, I just got to get this in. says, funny you say that. I have always looked at the end of AACP as a democratic organization, the end of AACP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're this, not, uh, in 2022. This is so disgusting. And we're not supposed um, to be, and that's the issue. That that's the issue. The issue is right, that we have policies and procedures. We have a policy and a procedure that says that we're nonpartisan. 
Let me, but the wait, leadership makes with, us partisan. Let's go with 2022, last year. Congress, by the way, these are all congressional contributions. Mm. <laughs> Let's start from the lowest to the highest. Others, mm-hmm. 0%. Republicans, 0%. <laughs> Democrats, well, you can pretty much guess from your math right there. One hundred percent. So, how are they able to contribute if they're nonpartisan? I don't understand. I can't contribute That's the whole at the California point. at the California Black Chamber of Commerce. I can't I can't contribute to um, to any campaign as Jay King. I can, but right. as the California Black Chamber, I can't. Mm. So they must have a political arm. There must be uh, a pack that they have that they and they, oh. and they contribute to the pack. Well, for well example, the NAACP has a booth at at every congressional at every um national. Right, com- but I'm, just, uh, I'm only talking about being able to. I'm talking about being able to contribute. They have to have a pack in order oh. to contribute. That's all. Yeah. Well, right. let's see. Can I, ahead, Steve, can what I ask you? Say? Let's see, could I answer that, sir? Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, yeah. For example, we had our state convention. Rick, where the governor was uh, 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 up for uh, uh, being uh, removed, Rick made a motion to our state uh, 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 executive committee to raise a million dollars for the governor. Now, we don't have nothing, and Rick made a a motion to raise a million dollars. And... And, and we're nonpartisan. That's what I'm saying. They don't follow the rules and regulations. We got leadership that don't follow the rules and regulations. And so I wrote you question, When Betty Williams wins, how does the California-Hawaii NAACP change? Yeah, how well, it changes how- for- Re- Let me just say this. Region 1 has the highest um, California, highest DCFS cases, child welfare cases in the country, L.A. County. Okay. Okay, I'll put you on mute, Lori, and I'm going to tell you why. I asked Steve a question, and then you just decided that you wasn't going to give a damn about the question I asked, and you're going to make up, you're going to start talking about something else. This is Kings in the Morning. Ain't how it works here. I asked him a question as it relates to the election, which is why we're here. That's why we're here. That's right. And then I'll let you answer it, Lori. But um, how, how, does it, how does her presidency change uh, the, uh, the direction of the NAACP moving forward? Okay. First of all, you know how it changes, you know, her platform. You know, her platform is one that uh, that we want to have a, a regional offices. California is a big state. We only have one office up in Sacramento. People down in Los Angeles, Central California, you know, all the power is in up north. So when Betty becomes president, we're going to have three, three offices, one in southern, one in central, and one in northern. So the whole state is going to have more power to uh, be able to make decisions. The next thing that she wants to change is customer service, that if you call the NAACP right now, they'll say we'll get back to you, and they won't get back to you, and won't nobody answer it. Uh, the office we had, 
We had an office that Vic hired an executive director and then used her, paid her to use her office, which you know, uh, which is a conflict of interest, and and that you know that she will support the president at a level that we haven't been supported by the state because there's no customer service. There's no co- customer service to the community. We don't have interns. We don't have. We have a minimum amount of staff. But when Betty comes in, we're going to do a, a big campaign to raise money so we can have an office, we can have staff, and that we can. And I, I want to ask the question: How many people are members of the NAACP that's listening? But that's how it's going to change. We're going to have customer service that we're going to serve our communities and the fifty. Four units we have, Betty is going to provide services and support them, which we don't get now. That's how it's going to change. Lori, did you want to add? Yeah, I'm sorry. I I didn't hear that question directed to um, Mr. Vines, uh, Reverend Vines, but I do apologize. Um, Betty, Lori, Betty no, Lori, can I ask how old, how old you are? Because you sound like a very young woman. Okay. Oh, I'm forty. Okay. Are you are you single? Okay. Somebody in anything? No, no. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this and keep this focused on on this state election. Um, reason one. Uh, reason one is the weakest link for the national organization because of the racial disparities that exist. Nationwide, this is why this election is critical. I didn't know who was who because I was new to the organization. And as I navigated, I just hung on to the people who responded to me, who I saw working effectively and efficiently. That's why Betty needs to win. Um, Paulette says she knows how to empower the local community branches to work in their communities by educating and training their leadership she would teach them how to raise money to be able to function. She's inclusive That's right. and not exclusive. That's right. Because if the branches don't raise money, you know, they can't send delegates, you know, they can't do a lot of different things. And California is the most richest uh, state in the union. Uh, I'm, my background is, you know, I worked in politics. I worked for Congressman Kucinich, raising money and this, that, and the other. And we have an opportunity to raise enough money to be able to finance buyers of office, to have staff, and to provide service for our community, which we do not get now because the little cronies up in Sacramento, all of them making money off of signing this and supporting this and being consultants. They, they don't care about the community. Betty cares about the community. And also, she becomes a member of the regional, Region 1. Our strategy is to build Region 1 first. We want to build our Region 1, which is, you know, NAACP, uh, Alaska, Oregon, and Washington, uh, Arizona, uh, 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 Hawaii, and then the tri-states. You know, we want to build the four conferences and our conferences to be strong so that we can provide uh, service for us, you know. So you know that's the difference it's going to make because she'll be on the, uh, she'll be a member of the, uh, on, on 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 region one, and we got Paulette, for example, at the national convention, the region yeah. one elected her, and they trying to unelect her. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know our, so we're not only looking at California, we're looking uh, at uh, the whole west. Uh, under coast. what, under what? 
uh, uh, cause are they are they trying to unelect her? What is the cause? They, they she supported that, me. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, they said that uh, she did. She uh, used un, uh, 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 unethical uh, 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 principles when she ran her campaign. That's that's what they said. <laughs> they obviously they obviously don't know Paulette. <laughs> Paulette is is one of the most ethical people. That's funny to me. That's great. That's what I'm saying. But, it's but, a joke. But, but let me just say this. I know Rick Callender, so let me just say this on to, to you all, um, uh, Reese. I know, I know um, Rick Callender. I know his arrogance and his ego. That's um, right. And and he. Um, Did you say Reese? And no, I, no, I said Reese. Yeah, I was telling you. I was telling you. I know Rick Callender. The guy uh, who was who is a good guy. Good morning, Anderson. Um, but I know his arrogance and his ego. Oh, and his he's not a good guy. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He, he's not. He's not. Um, and um, uh, and he he he's one of those um, black people that feel like he's better than other black folks. That's right. Can I ask this about the NAACP? At least the, at least these two individuals. Because, I, I, again, I think this has probably been one of my biggest gripes. So I, I don't want to take it off target, but I kind of want to keep it where it is. Do you believe that the hubris and the arrogance of the NAAC's power structure has really caused its corruption within its local yeah, chapters? It, 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 Reese, that's why I said it's a Model T. It, you know, it, it, it's well, old. It's, it's not outdated. a Model T. It, it, it's, it's like not, trying to put a Model T on the highway today. It needs I don't to be think revamped. I don't think that's the case, sir. The the case is yeah, that I, we've been infiltrated. We've been infiltrated <laughs> by an organization that turned us into a Model T. But 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 what work we do Listen, across the nation, we do good work. You know, let me tell you something, and I'm gonna say this to you, and I'm gonna disagree with you respectfully. Any organization. Any organization where the top line organ the top line people get a salary and make money, and the people that are doing the work from the state level and at the city mm-hmm. city level, and they cannot have a stipend or some type of pay, is an organization that's old, outdated, and antiquated. And people spend lots of time and energy building up this organization. The NAACP has bequested millions and millions of dollars because of the work that happens at the local level across the state. And those um, smaller organizations and state organizations and the people that run them should be compensated to some degree same as the I people agree. at the top. I then, agree with no, you. No, you can't agree. Answer. No, you don't. No, you don't. You you like the Model T, like you said. You don't agree. <laughs> so don't agree with me now because your Model oh, T no. version don't agree with it. And that's why your ass well, is on, uh, on mute, Steve, because your ass, you was just, right. I don't agree. It's, a, it's not a, no, it's a Model <laughs> motherfucking T. What if, there's, what if there's another problem, The Model J. T King came out in 1908. 
what what about the other problem that might be that also might be per, like <clears throat> ruminating within the organization? Because you know, as I said earlier, one of the things that I found incredible was that the NWC. I remember having this Jeff conversation Hunter back said, in two thousand. And you have to pay the vote. Yes, it's outdated, Jeff. I was talking to some kids back in 2008 when I was on WRKL, and they were running like a boys and girls club and stuff like that. I remember asking the kids how, how involved in their charitable work was the NAACP involved with this organization because it comes as young black and brown kids at this lesson. And the kids looked at me, and these people on the fundraising, fundraising apparatus, the kids looked at me, and they were just like, the NAACP. I was like, I'm sorry, you don't know who they are? And they were like, no, we're not right. familiar with them. And this is in Boston. And I'm like, I'm saying to myself, what? And they were like, no, no, we, we've never worked with them before. So I asked members of the NAACP, why weren't they working with this organization? And their response to me was like, they pick and choose which organizations they were part of. But this was like a national chapter of a boys and girls club that they had no involvement in and this picking and choosing of what's relevant to the NAACP is really damaging as a reputation it's a model motherfucking tea yeah that I agree with outdated antiquated model that has to be revamped vertical says the NAACP is like disco music I agree. I, 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 agree at that level. How do we I, I agree. I agree at that level, you know. But the issue is that ninety, you know, I've I've uh, I've been doing volunteers for fifty years, and fifty years, ninety nine point nine percent of people who change this world don't get paid. Ninety nine percent of people. Well, that's don't. not what that's not, uh, sir. Again, you guys make you guys trip me out when you guys take apples and oranges and try to make them the same thing because they're both fruit. An apple and an orange is two different things. One of them you got to peel, okay? One of them you can just right. bite into. Um, it's not you, you can't doing doing work, doing uh, a volunteer work, and doing work in communities is one thing. When when we're talking about an organization, with the top end of an organization, it's paid uh, it's paid a salary for the work it does. But it does not deem the other part of the organization uh, should be paid for the same type of work and oftentimes even harder work because mm-hmm. they're doing the heavy lifting at the, at the community level. There's something wrong with that model. Because well, it's, it's a not model the model with the people. No, sir, it's, it's the model. The model, the, until the, the model has to change. Well, if you look at our bylaws and you look at our policies and you look at our procedures, you wouldn't be saying that. You're saying that without looking at our policies. Then our, I follow our, our no, bylaws and our No, you're not. You're not you're, uh, <laughs> Steve, obviously you don't know the model. You don't even know that your model is changing on you because that's why your ass got kicked out. Because they because the model is changing on you and you don't even know it. They kicking you out because they can. They're not following your laws, your procedures, and all that shit. It's because it's outdated now. They, they they figured out a way to get around it. They don't follow. And you guys, Wait, listen. If you if you what did what I all said, day. if you did what if you did what I said, you wouldn't be telling me that 
some of your delegates won't make it. All of our delegates will make it because we raised the money. So uh, we don't have that. Okay, but see, now now you're personalizing it to just yours. On on the overall, the effect, the change that you guys – you guys, are, you guys are going to be your own, your own worst enemy in this deal. I can see already. You guys don't even understand. You guys are too. You guys are afraid to, to challenge the organization, um, as is. Um, Paulette said it was established 114 years ago, but unfortunately, it's still necessary because racism still exists. You don't throw the baby That's out right. with the bathwater. Does it need? Does it need revamping? Yes, but we also do some yeah. great work. Betty Williams and the Sacramento Bank branch are doing great work. Again, Paulette. See, this is where you guys got to listen good. See, um, Steve is a preacher. Now, I'm going to tell you something about preachers that I do know. Preachers deliver sermons. They don't listen so good sometimes. That's why I'm going to put Steve on mute for a minute. And hopefully with him on mute, he's going to listen better. And Pauletta will listen better also. You have an organization where the top half of the organization is getting paid. And you have an organization where people at the state and local levels do real work, generate real money, but they don't get to they don't get to live um, from the work they do. They're not compensated on no level, and that is an old, outdated an antiquated model that has to be revamped, reconfigured, and re uh, uh, and, and the wealth has to be redistributed so that the branches, the units that that have um, participants that don't have the financial wherewithal to go to their conventions where they're able to do so and participate to make sure that the apparatus runs properly and concise the way it's built to, the way it's supposed to. So but then they're going to cut until into the Democrats' that, money if they did that. Um, and, until they do that, until they change this model, this is going to be a conversation that always happens. Um, John Beckman said it's simply the whole damn thing. It sounds to me to be confusing. Uh, Paulette said Betty will help us to do that. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, no, well, I, I agree. You know, you guys have it. Our, our number one but, see, strategy. Then you you be you be going against me, then you be agreeing at the same time. You funny. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm, see, no. Ahead, well, see. the statement you said was a a statement that was. You know, you know the statement you said the organization, and you know, and you were saying it not looking at the bylaws, not looking at the policies, not looking at the procedures. The, the issue is the bylaws, that we can over by that's a group of people why, who are not following, not running the organization right. Listen, Any organization that's why that an organization. Um, that's why an organization always does a retreat and re uh, re looks at its bylaws. Because times and things change. But it's not the issue. The issue is they don't follow them. See, you're not getting that. They don't follow them. It don't matter. The, okay, we can change the, 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 the laws. No, no, you, 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 you missed the point. It don't matter whether they follow them or not. 
um, um, in order for the organization to continue to grow and bloom, it's going to have to make sure the bottom half of it is stronger. The only in the middle of it is stronger. And the way you do that is by the same way you empower the top end by making sure that they get to eat and that they get to that they that there's some some relief for them financially. The same thing has to happen through the organization from middle all the way down to the bottom. Um, and uh, Steve, that's Anderson why I'm said, this what, Steve is making yep. other Steves look bad. <laughs> no, he's not. He's no. Um, I'm so sorry, anyway, guys, that's why our strategy, is, our strategy yeah, is I'm our bottom-up movement. I know, our bottom <laughs> you know, our bottom-up um, movement is 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 what we're doing. You know, to to build the middle and the bottom. That's our strategy, starting with re- Region One. Uh, uh, so our our strategy, so 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 we can get this clear, is that we're going to build Region One by building the state by building the conferences in Region One and getting a bottom up organization. That's what we used to be. We're a top down organization now. The top runs the organization instead of the bottom, and that's the problem we have. That's the issue. Good conversation, but I'm still not convinced to join. John Beckman, you wouldn't join anyway. You know you're part of the Confederate. Um, join the book. Tell Shirley to go get some anger management classes. That her name isn't Shirley. Her name is Lori. She don't need, uh, good morning, Hannah. Uh, have a blessed day. Okay, Jay, have a great day. Tell Steve, tell getting, uh, Steve getting the kinks at him. Um, so, I don't know what that means, Jeff, but... Coming up next is the third hour power in the next two minutes. If you haven't listened to the third hour power, go to thejtnetwork.com. You can listen to it there, or you can call 515-605-9376, 515-605-9376 to listen to it. If you want to speak, press the number one. You'll come up in the queue, and Ali will open your mic, and you guys can have whatever discussion. I don't know. Are you guys going to continue this discussion in the third hour, or are you going to move to something else, Kente? Did you say Yeah. Uh, yes, he did. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, are you guys? I, I, I plan on. I plan on moving on. NAACP okay. has um, problems. So you guys know tomorrow I won't be here. Tomorrow the the California Black Chamber of Commerce Economic Summit is uh is taking place. It's sold out. So if you don't have tickets, yeah. it's uh ain't nothing we can do about it. Um. But um, so it starts tomorrow nine in the morning, uh, so I won't be here for Kings in the morning, and um, I might try to call in. So um, Ali, are you gonna take over? Ali, he did say on yesterday uh, that he was. He's muted. He said he would on um, yesterday. Fred, you, Fred, your ass was on mute because instead of you putting yourself on mute, we heard you having your goddamn conversation in the middle of the show. That's why your dumb ass was on mute. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Packer Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, uh, Reese on the Radio, Big Fred, Snitchy Smurf, and Potter, uh, and Big Charles, and Mary Hopkins telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. Get ready for the third hour of power. Thank you to Lori and Steve for calling in. We appreciate you. We hope that you get it right. You have to Work. Okay.
drive in our community for a long, long time. When you start, when you start holding people accountable, they get scared. When you start telling them, hey, you got to revamp. You see what Steve said? He said, I disagree with you. And then I say some shit and then say, I agree with that. No, you can't agree with it if you disagree with it. But we disagree because we only know to do that first. And that's, that's when it becomes frightening for me. So um, I'm, I'm going to be getting dressed and listening to y'all. So, sorry for interrupting. Sorry. NAACP needed to be revealed from its inception, being that it was, it was started by white people. So it's, it's from there. From there, it got so, in it, and it, it really doesn't matter don't. who started it if they had. If they I had said, I said, uh, Jay, I see you don't listen well. I said it has been uh, revamped from its inception because okay. it was white people, and because it was white people in the beginning, you know, it got revamped. They started revamping. That's all I was saying. It started revamping from its inception. Hmm. And it need, and I don't see where, from the beginning, if there's any advancement that it should have been named when it don't talk about the advancement of economics. That it's a farce there. It was a farce when we, even W.E. Du Bois, when he started it out, it became you know controversial. That's all I'm saying, man. It was I agree with economics. It was getting revamped. People I agree with you on the economics. We haven't. I agree with you on, oh, on yeah. that part. I just say, you know, yeah. For the advancement, is the name of it is for the advancement. How is it going to be advancement when you don't want to advance the economics of the people? And that's why the inception it started out with white people because they didn't want the advancement of it. That's why they got on Martin Luther King. Because of the advancement of the economics. They didn't want him to talk about the economics. But as soon as the economics came up, you know, he got killed. Along with other things. Because they don't want you to think about the the money issue. You know. That's all I'm saying, King. You know. And W.B. Du Bois even left, you know. But the, the whole point is, here. the answer lies within us individually. You keep looking right. for that, or it, it's you individually in your conscience, man. You know, each individual has to make a change, and and that's where it starts at. You know, right. and when when the organization comes, then the money come in, and then you got corruption. And, you know, it's it's it's, it's the world, the world, man. And, and, and like you said, the world, brother, the world is humanity, mankind is in its uh, mm-hmm. last stage. They're in the last stage, and that was going to be my word of the day. Well, the word of the day was civil rights. That's what the word of the day was. There's two words, you dumb, dumb idiot. That's the word of the day. No, why you why you attacking me? Oh, why you always attacking me, Kente? I, I, I didn't something. say nothing to you. I just told you what the word of the day was, Is the and you attacking me. Today? I have a request. Why you are people? I have a request, Fred. Why you are some people? Shut up. Is the good Reverend Ali here today? Shut up, Fred. Oh yeah. 
You're hearing him right now. Put on mute. Okay. Why you got put on mute, nigga, for the whole show with your stupid ass? Shut up, nigga. I'm talking. Don't you hear me talking to this dreadlock, nigga? Disrespected me, nigga. Now why are you disrespected me, Kente? It don't make no difference. You ought to be on mute. It don't make a difference. All, all three of you want to talk shit, questions. huh? I see you motherfuckers is asking for your motherfucking weapons today. Ali, you don't want to. Hey, Ali, I don't want to find your better self. No, no, I come on, y'all. Shit, I got one. Ali, I got, a I got one. Ali, can you do? Can you do me a favor, Ali, please? I'm gonna do you a favor and put your ass on mute. That's what's been happening. <laughs> Ali, can you pray for my family? I want to hear you pray. I know you got it deep down in you because I listen at your rap. I'm being serious. Can you pray for me and my family today? Would you, why are you asking me something? Here. Listen, brother, let me let me explain something you're to you, uh, you're Fred. You're the good reverend, man. Let me, let me explain something reverend. to you, Fred. You're the bone Fred. rabbit. Come on, man. Fred, I have to put yeah. you on mute? Please. Let me, put, let me tell you something, Fred. Fred. Please, reverend Ali. Man, you done lost your mind, man. You can't even listen. I tell you, I'm going to get on the board, and I'm going to have to mute you like J.K. Right, for him to You're listen. Christian. Come on, bro. Dig down I'm not deep. a Christian. I'm not a Christian. Come on. Well, give me some words of encouragement and use uh, some chapters. and Just do like Well, you if you shut your mouth, you'll hear what I was going to tell you, but you keep talking. So now I'm on the board, okay. and I'm going to put you on mute, and I'm going to put Kente on mute for wearing his mouth like he do. So this is what I'm going to tell you, Fred. Anybody that I know, anybody that I know, I pray for them as soon as I meet them, man. So i always been praying for you, brother. Just because you hear me talking crazy, that don't mean I don't pray for everybody to, to live a long life. I want you to live the 202, even with your Twinkie fingers. So there you go. I've been praying for you. You don't need nobody to pray Amen. for you right right off Amen. the bat. You need somebody that you need you need to get Amen. a real prayer, a real prayer person that prays for you all the time. You don't have to ask them to pray. Once they pray for you, they never stop. That's what the problem is with Christianity. You guys got it all messed up. You pray the for power, me too, Ali. The power of prayer the power of prayer. <laughs> Is a person that prays all the time for you, not somebody you go to and ask them to pray for you like they never prayed for you before. Those That power of prayer is not going to work for you. And you need to pray for yourself as you ask somebody else to pray for you so it'll work. Because we come together as two. Well, there's two or more praying the Most High's name. His spirit will be right there with you, brother. Don't you know that? So don't come to me playing no games on the radio show. You older than me, man. Oh, right. oh, now you're going to be sensitive. Oh, well, you got something? You got something you want to say, too, Charles? I, oh, I'm going to give you a sensitive mute. You gave me what I, I needed. I'm going to you a sensitive I, I got gave, it. Wait, Ali, do you pray it. for me, too? That was beautiful, Ali. Who, who, who is that? 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 Listen, I don't need you guys Mary. saying something. She's talking for herself. She's not, she not a person that can't talk. Won't y'all shut up and let her say what she's going to say? Go ahead, uh, Mary. Do you pray for me, too? All the time. I pray that you stop coming stop to the show. People, stop putting people on mute, Ali. <laughs> what you stop mean, putting stop putting people, people on, mute. on mute? These people are disrespectful, Jay. And I had to explain something to him so that I had to put him on mute like you put Steve on mute so he could listen to what I needed to say. 
what the scripture oh. says of Point your letter. most high, the prayer of the righteous availeth much. You're not righteous. You're Man, look, check this out. I'm going to show you how righteous I am, brother, right now, because you're just a disrespectful insulter, man. I, I don't know what's wrong with you, Kente. You, you really got a serious problem, man. You don't know how to keep cool at no time. you just always talking crazy every day. Do you have any day that you are sane, my brother? Any yeah. of it? Answer him. Answer him, Lord. Man, it's an insult. I got an answer for him. I got an answer for him. Well, it better be a respectful answer, brother, because ain't nobody said nothing to you, and you come over here messing with me because I told you the word of the day. Why you got to insult people? Which which was enlightenment for you, but your bitch ass won't listen. It was two words of the day. Okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you what a bitch ass nigga could do. This bitch ass nigga just put your punk ass on mute. Call J. King. (laughs) <laughs> Third hour of power He don't have to Because I took him off mute as soon as you put him well, on Why mute. are you taking him off mute Why are you taking him off mute You told me to run the board and they disrespected me If somebody called you a bitch ass nigga Jay, You put him on mute You didn't call him a bitch ass he didn't call him a bitch ass motherfucker. He did not. I know he didn't. I know he didn't call him that. I was listening. Y'all don't listen well. You don't listen well, Jay, and neither does you, Fred. You just don't like to be nice, but you're very kind. I think person. I think Jay King. I think Jay King got Twinkie fingers too sometimes. <laughs> oh, you keep on inviting them people on the show and cussing their ass out. Now listen to me. Now listen to me. Stop inviting people to your house and then cuss them out and mute them. Now you're going to listen to me. You're going to listen to me. And that's why you're going to be mute the motherfucker. Just invite people to the show and you want us to listen and be involved and then you mute them. Shit, I ain't coming to your house no more. Fuck that. Shit. And crashed the old lady last week, hit up with a frying pan, then knocked this little young girl all upside the head. Yeah, yeah, messing with old Lori. Why you messing with Lori like that? Okay, invite her over. And then tell Lori, her. Lori, Lori, you should have been uplifted, Lori, because she's 20 yes. years old, and she in the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 what is it, the ACLU or the, 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 the NASA, NAACP, whatever it is. Well, the NAACP. She's 20 years old in the NAACP. You should need to uplift her. Uplift this lady. Uplift her. She's 40. Oh, okay, well, 40. Uplift this lady. Uplift her. Why do you ain't none of y'all, ain't none of y'all like in the position she was ever in. It was That's like they was I got something running. for you. Because he moved in there. All right. Hey, Ali. Booyah. Shut that up. Uh, Ali. 805-863. Your mic is open. Who is it? What you need to say? Well, this uh, is Paul. Uh, we were just on here with the uh, NAACP and that, you know, the issue, you know, got lost in the issue of the whole conversation. The conversation is that we have an organization, leadership, like the, you know, like all the other leaders organizations that we have. All right, hold on, Steve. Hold on, Steve. Hold on, Steve. 
Steve, hold on for a second. If you guys ain't talking, put yourself on mute because there's a lot of noise coming in. So if you're not talking, put yourself on mute so we can hear what the brother's okay, saying. Damn. Now go ahead, okay. Steve. Go ahead, Steve. Man, okay. shut okay. up, dude. So the major, the major go ahead, Steve. Is that to fight segregation and discrimination never goes out. And that 99% of all I social took, I justice. I took him off mute. Can can you hear me? Yes, yeah, I'm ninety nine percent of all organizations are volunteers. And and that's the right. major reason. The reason we could send all of our delegates if the units had enough money to send the people. You know, because people, you know, are volunteering, you know, they volunteer their time, this, that and money. And and, and, and and the issue that we have is that we got an organization that has no customer service so that community members don't join. Uh, they you know, we've been infiltrated at the state level, we've been infiltrated at the at the at at the uh, at the at the unit level, uh, with people that's getting in here because we're we're under attack constantly. We under attack constantly. And what we are trying to say today is that not only are we attacked from the community, we attack from our own leadership. Our own leadership is attacking us. And we need the community to stand up and to help us. What do you need? $150? Is it $150? Hey, 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 hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. You just interrupt him, and you ain't even ask. Can you ask him a question, Fred? Don't just blurt all out and be screaming at the brother. Now calm down and ask what you need to ask him. Can I ask a question, please? The most screaming is motherfucker here. Okay. Check this out, dude. I'm on uh, the board. Does it cost $150 to send a delegate? Does it cost $150 to send a delegate? Is that where we're lacking? Uh, the people don't have enough money to go no, to, to, to get us? No, it's not $150. It's, it's, it's 200 No, it's it's almost $400 to be a delegate. Then you got to have a hotel, which is 200 It's four days. So that's another $600. And then you got to drive oh, wow. up there. If you're from Los Angeles or San Diego, you got to drive up there. You got to pay to get there. And, and you got to, so you're talking about $1,000. You're talking about $1,000 to go to a conference. And that you didn't have to go to the conference until this year. They changed the rules. So they took over the election and says, oh, you got to be there. You didn't have to be there. Every year passed, and the oh. bylaw says you do not have to be there. If you're a delegate, you can vote. They changed the rules. That's what I'm saying. they changing the rules from the top. That's what I'm Thank saying. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. Thank you for yeah. clearing that up. In, in order for us to get our power back or to get the right person in there, the person that's good for us, they don't have the financial backing. Is that, is that my understanding is that right? Well, well, the issue is that each unit, each unit has to run, raise money. Now, okay. National doesn't give any training. For example, every two years we have an election. You get a new uh, secretary, you get a new president, this, that, and the other. The National don't train people. They take our money. They don't give us nothing back. They don't give us no service. They don't give us nothing, you know, and they don't train the units to raise the money. I know how to raise money, so our unit has $50,000 every year. That's our budget every year. But other units don't right. know how to do that. And National does not give us any support. 
The staff doesn't give us any support. They don't call you back. They take our money and don't do nothing. That's the issue. And we need the community to, to, to call your Congress people, to call the IRS, to make them follow their rules and regulations. That's what we need. We need your help. Why don't you just start another organization? Okay. I, I, I got it. Yeah. You know, and that's where we at. You know, and that got missed. You know, the conversation okay. got to be my Why don't you just have a fund? For people, when it times to go to the, the delegates to go where they got to go to where you have the money there for that specific thing, because they're using that we money do, to get to the DNC. Our unit does. They're giving that money but to the DNC. These, some of the units don't because we got new people. We constantly rotating. We constantly rotating. And if you don't have training, if the state don't train you, and if the national don't train you. You got people coming in that's not being trained. My question was, if you're raising all this money, why don't you put some of the money away for when it comes time to go to these places? You have money uh, that the fund, you pull from that fund for you to go to the delegate, the delegation to go to the uh, meeting. Why don't you just have a fund? Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. I got a question. Yeah. Um, so you raise money, is that correct? Like it's, yeah, it's, I raise your job. We raise fifty thousand dollars a year at least. Okay, it, you, you said you have to raise fifty thousand dollars a year, or no? We raise money so that we can provide service. Because if you if you ain't got nothing, you can't give nothing. So, so right. we raise. Now, do you have to send any of this money to the national? Oh, that's beside the money we send the national. We we send the national, you know, half of our membership, this, that, and the other, and 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 whenever somebody make a contribution, we got to give thirty percent to the national, you know. So we get assessed every year. We pay the national. That's on top of the money that we raise. That's all I'm just saying to do our program. This, this sounds more like a racketeering business. <laughs> racketeering, how's that? I mean, you just said it in your own words, right? What's that? Uh, you, you just explained that yourself. You ain't got no well, money. You can't do nothing. You ain't got no help. You ain't got nothing, but you're sending no, the money. No, I said we do. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying, lady. You're not hearing. I'm just saying that each unit needs to raise the money. We raise our money because, you know, like I said, I'm in politics. I raise money all the time for a congressman. I know how to raise money. So raising money ain't nothing. But if you don't know how to raise money, you don't have it. And if you don't have the support to show you how to raise the money and to have the, you know, the uh, administrative support that you need, you know, from the state, from your area director, from all those, all the things that we pay national for that they're supposed to be giving us, they don't give us nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. Then stop giving nothing. them money. We can't. If you stop giving them money, they're going to kick you out of the NAACP. You will not be a unit. You will be. You. You will not be well, in, it in compliance. Well, like it, 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 it sounds like you're not a unit anyway. If you're not functional, because you have no training and you have no support. Well, let me say this. That's too. a valid point. If it sounds like no, you have our unit does. Money. Our unit raised the money. Wait, wait. What I'm, I'm saying to you is, just, is that you have to give money to be an organization, and you receive nothing. It's almost like a, a lost honesty. That, that's what it sounds like to me. If you can't give me something or you can't contribute to the king, you get you don't get to be part of the organization. It's like taking right. your presents and not receiving anything back. So what are you 
if you can't contribute. I mean, that's that's asking somebody to street try to be part of the organization, and you're asking how many people want to be, how many people are part of NAACP. Why would we want to be there? Because if you can't contribute money, you don't want it. That's what it sounds like. And if the people and if the people aren't being helped in full with those funds after salaries have been paid, then what what are we supporting? Well, well, well. Like our structure is that. We have only people get paid are the national offices, and then some of the big units have we enough money to hire executive directors. Over and over again, but you just say to the end that if you can't support giving money to those structures, you are not part of the organization. That's what you said now. So uh, they, you, they, you will not that, be in compliance. No, okay. you have to send your members. You have to give them their half the membership, or you out of compliance. And if you are to comply again, then but what happens when they're out of compliance? Because Nothing, obviously because you're saying that they're out of compliance. Yeah, you're, you're, so so what I'm saying is, is, is that then you have nothing. Then, then what what are you doing? You're, it's like you're like a hamster in a wheel. No, uh, well, what we're doing is we start in the bottom up movement. We start in the bottom up movement. And if you have. Where, uh, if you if you if if you know how to raise if you know how to raise money and you can teach people how to raise money yourself, why don't you start your own organization and be better then? And well, get out of well, an organization yeah, that is not so. get out I'm of an organization that you that you okay. just sat here for an hour and talked about how it doesn't work. Well, but, uh, let me well, tell you no, why. No, I did um, I did let me let me tell you. I'm, I'm, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why he wouldn't start his own organization, Mary. Because the NAACP name carries a lot of weight, and because it does, and it, and it would take uh, it would take a long time for a new organization to have the same type of impact. And the, and the idea that I have to start a, another organization in order to make an organization that is supposed to do a job a certain way, do its job, it's, it's just, it, it doesn't make, it's not a good, um, it's not a good use of time. I, there's an organization that's in place to do that work, and I don't, so no, so I don't, so I don't have to retreat um, when I can change leadership, which is what they're working to do. My thing is this, even as they change leadership, they have to be cognizant and acutely aware of the fact that their organization and its infrastructure is outdated and antiquated. That's why they can talk about the fact that they don't have enough money because That's right. the NAACP makes money because of the work of its local organizations. So the NAACP should be made to give some of the money that it gets at the national level to split a piece of that, half of it, with all of the other organizations across the states and the state organizations. And the same way they make the state give them, uh, and and the the, the locals give them 25% of their money. It It should equal out the same way. If that happens the way it's supposed to, and hopefully... Betty Williams will be the beginning of that because, obviously, California is the largest state in the union, and how California goes 
so goes the rest of the country. It, it should act like it's a church and give itself 10% of any money that comes to itself and put it away well, we for anything that that local union needs or that local chapter. I think they do. Well, we do. Well, why don't we they do. have the money to go to? Why don't you have the money? Because you have to be, because we have to have the support services, like it's the leadership. We have elections every two years. We have elections every two years, and a new group comes in. You might get a new treasurer. You might get a new this. And if they don't get trained, you know, how to raise money, what the policies are, what the procedures are, and, 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 and how to get out there that two years are coming, they don't do nothing, and, 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 and you don't have the money, and we don't have no support from national. You call them, they don't call you back. The website is antiquated. They used to have good information on it. But since Derek Johnson's been there, they done tore up the website. They done, they, they don't have good information. And we're supposed to have a, a regional director that's supposed to be paid by National to help our region. We haven't had one in two years. So how um, long has it been going on? When you first came on Kente, here. When you first came. Kente, yeah, remember, yeah, well, yeah. remember when I said that this was a, a – a, a, this was a Model T that needed right. to be. This is a what you. It's a Model T, and until they, until they, um, they they got to drive something new. With the, yeah, upgrade. You know. The, the, so so what they what they're doing is going to continue, as long. What they're doing is going to continue, as long as they operate, under that system. So. Hopefully, Betty Williams is a is a new operator that will that will help usher in a new a new way of doing business. Gee, I well, got you kind of late, but in the beginning, I heard you say something when it comes up about race. It kind you kind of picked your hands off. What was that about? Was it about that that man is is not of the same race as the NAACP well, yeah, because, is talking about? Because well, no, because the, the because the young lady. Um, Lori, Lori, who, right? Uh, yeah, she, she, um, she made that. You know, she said, you know, uh, 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 a, a man who was a secretary who was not black. That shit don't don't bring that shit in. You you start right. you start no. minimizing your own argument. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, and then you right. start sounding like white folks. You start so mm-hmm. so don't right. be the same bigot that you're against. And, and, right. and don't justify don't justify racism and bigotry. Prejudice and bias. I don't care about what color he is. If he's not following your procedure, if he's disrespectful to you as a president, that's what I want to deal with. I don't care what color he is. I don't care that he's not black. What I heard is, and what you told her is that, and what she said, she says, first of all, she's not good at politics. And what you told her is that you better think ahead. (laughs) You up here playing the game. But you're not playing the game, like you said, to win, to where you got to have a plan to outthink what has been taken hey, place. To put a, a every black fault folk, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you something. Black people want to be right. Black people don't necessarily want to win. We just want to be able to say we was right. That's and if nation. you look at our community, if you look at where we are, if you look at our lack of progress, it's because we center everything we talk about on things that we want to be right about racism 
inequities, inequalities, or anything that we're going and we're going to be right. But being right don't help you win. Our strategy That's ain't right. to win. Our strategy is right. to be right. And so, um, white folk love fighting us. Um, because right. white folk get to the, they get to put W on their side of the thing every time. How come? Because that's right. All just, just let the Negroes be right. They're they're not so yeah. concerned about winning. You got to right. be shrewd. So, you you know, got to be um, shrewd when you're dealing I, I with politics. Win. Yeah, well, Me hey, too. listen, I'm, I want to win. Not, I want to win. That's what I'm at too. Then you then you guys you know, have, have you a strategy. Yeah. yeah. So our strategy I didn't get a chance to talk is that. For example, when I was doing, I, I do total quality management. You know, I'm a co- total quality management consultant. What I do is, 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 is I go into an organization and we put in the policies and procedures. We take out personalities and we're about data and we're about winning. We don't care about what you think. We care about what the action was, what happened, what did you do, and this, that, and the other. And that's what we're trying to change in the NAACP. Not having somebody, because I'm the president, because I'm something, I'm going to have bad policies, and, and we're going to be losing every fight because you, because you think you're somebody. We need to be data-driven, and we need to be data-driven, and we need to have, and we need to raise money. You can't do nothing without nothing, you know? And, 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 and that's the issue, that we've been, that we have an organization that is personality. It's about being crony. If you ain't in their little crony group, and up in Sacramento, the organization we got, all the, having them people making money, they consultants. That's a conflict of interest. But they don't care, you know what I'm saying? That's the issue that we under. We under that we don't have no customer service. They call you, they don't call you back. They say we'll call you back. No, they should call you, ask what you want, and help you. But when you don't have no staff, we don't have no interns, we got we're the richest state, we got all basketball players, all this money here, they ain't raising a penny. They ain't doing nothing but lining their own pockets and, and screwing our community. Of course. Sir. And we need to that's, have that's a basketball total player quality. Money, man. Don't, don't look into their pockets. That's what we need to change. That's what Can we I need to change. Don't look, look into their pockets. Question. That's not fair. Question. Yeah, what's the question? My question is, uh, when you become a member of the NAACP, is that a monthly charge, and where does that money go to? Okay, so when you become a member, it's $30 to be a year. Half of it goes to uh, National, and the unit keeps half. So, you know, so, you know, you know, so a lot of units don't know how to, because communities don't support them, they don't get the membership. They don't get the membership, and if they don't get the membership, they don't have that little bit of money, you know, that they get from National. So when... They, so when I decide to join the NAACP, I get in contact with the Sacramento Charter, J. King's, uh, Northern California, or what, what? And then they will well, tell me what. What do I get? So, so what you get? So, so when you become a member, uh, we have twenty-four committees. We have twenty-four committees. All you know that deals with everything in 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 in, in you know in, in social in the social environment. So those twenty four committees that you can get on a committee, and on that committee you put together a, you know national. We already have policies and procedures. We used to, but they took all that stuff off the uh, website because they want everybody you know. So when you become a committee, you don't know what to do, and you don't you know. And then they had a trainer that couldn't even read the uh, bylaws. 
had everybody in a, a, a turmoil, you, and, 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 and you, you know, so, so, you know, so when you become a member, you get on a committee, and that committee, you, you know, you know, you have policies and procedures, and you're supposed to implement them. Right. I just want you to know that, that you said this, that's the same organization that you said didn't need to change and didn't need to, um, didn't need any um, revamping. No, I didn't say that. I said that it needs yeah, a whole bunch did. of revamping. You, yeah, when I, when I no. said it, when I said it was a Model T, you said you disagree. And then I did. Now it's not that, a Model T. That, that's that, true. Yeah, yeah, you so did. That, that, yeah, because it's a Model T. Because the way you, you listen, what you don't understand is this, Steve, is the way you guys right. go about doing things, your procedures and your processes are outdated and old and antiquated. That's why they're not in place anymore. Because you guys and that's what I'm saying. We need to have a total quality to, management system. So, so yeah. So because, I, you so I understand updated, because you haven't updated your processes. If you had updated your processes, you wouldn't have those types of managers. If you'd updated your processes, you wouldn't have that kind of leadership. But because you guys have let mediocrity exist in your organization, mediocrity is now at the top. And mediocrity is ruling your organization with mediocre results and mediocre procedures because your vehicle is old outdated and antiquated. You do not have Bluetooth in your car. You don't have an electric vehicle. You run an no, electric engine. That's right. You've got a crank engine and you guys are wondering why the car don't keep up with everybody else. And until you guys and, and recognize that, you guys had a new car. But even if you had a new car and the people can't drive, it don't make no difference. So you're not well, getting that. Real, again, but so it don't make no difference if, if, what kind of car you had. Steve, if you didn't let mediocrity live, then you would have somebody who could drive the car because everything would update with, 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 with the uh, practices and procedures of the organization. So you guys don't want to you, you guys don't want to revamp your organization. You guys don't want to look at an organization that's 114 years old and say we have to update some of our practices and procedures because obviously this isn't working. You know what? We we can no longer um, have presidents of our organizations and presidents of our states. Not and not at least be able to pull down a stipend because the work is a lot more tedious. It's a lot different than it used to be. You guys have okay. to go back and revamp your organization. If you don't, don't I worry about that. it. It will crumble. I agree with that because that's what we're about. You know, you know, that's what we talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about in the meeting because the conversation got all over the place. Is that we're talking about no, a bottom because, up because no, no, we don't care because that don't muscle. matter. What, we're talk, what we were talking about is the presidency. What we wanted to get to is the presidency of Betty Williams and how to get there and how to get your delegate count, your delegates, to make sure that they're there. We wanted to talk about that stuff. This other stuff, this is a third hour of power. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even supposed to be in this conversation. I'm surprised um, um, Ali hadn't said uh, oh, gee, no, we're learning. You, you, we're learning. learning. It's very, we have, it's because very we have interesting. Jay, don't throw it off. Company. I mean, it's very it's, interesting. It's one of the best. It's one of the major. It is very. It is very knowledge. It's good. 
I, I'm getting a, a lot out of this. This is a good conversation because the issue is that that you know that that you know that the people who drive in the car is it doesn't make a difference whether it's a Model T, a Corvette, a Corvette, a, a, a Lexus, or or Mercedes. They gonna crash it. And and, 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 and and that's the issue that we under. We under you know, right. we have a top yes, but Steve, No, but Steve, I think you're has... I think you're missing the point. I think you're missing the point. What's the point? That Jay's trying to make. How am I missing it? You're missing the point because if you have a Model T, nobody can drive it efficiently today. That's what Jay is trying okay. to say. It doesn't matter who you get in there. See, if you have a Corvette, if somebody doesn't know how to drive it, somebody else will. It's a modern car. Modern people of today right. of today know how to drive the car. But what Jay is saying that is, if the if the organization um, operations are outdated, nobody will be able to make it work. It's outdated. It's done. Right. So you have to update. And that's and where that's the Model T reference comes from. That's what we're trying to and do. We try to do I total mean. quality management, trying to get customer service that we pay staff to be able to answer the phone to be able to make a commitment at the state and at the local level and at the level so that we can have people that says that when you say you're going to do something, you're responsible. It ain't no volunteerism. So in order to pay you, we got to raise money. In order to raise money, we got to have a platform. You know, and and I agree with all that. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change the platform so we can have paid staff be able to give our community the services that they need when it comes to segregation. What is your title, Steve? Hey, hey, Steve, you, you, hey Steve, you kind of sound like Steve. You kind of sound like Six Eyes. I, I thought that was Six, six Eyes at first when I first came home. Six Eyes is a guy who's one of our <laughs> show hosts. He's not here today, but you and him sound like y'all the same person. Uh, Steve, what is your what is your title, Steve? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the ex area director over Central. I was over Central California, and 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 and, and when I decided to run for uh, state president, the uh, president after the president we had died, and the first vice, no, the first vice president died. He was second vice president, and then Alice had a had a stroke with him and the person down in Southern California attacked Alice, made her resign, and he became president. So is there a salary that goes along with that? No, it's no is salary it? that goes along with it. We hire staff. Okay, okay, we, okay, okay. The things that excuse me, excuse me. The things that you guys are doing, I, I hear a lot about what Jay's doing up there in Sacramento. Is he paying right. for all this stuff out of his pocket, or where do you get your budget? So what we do is uh, we have sponsors. We have sponsors organizations. You know, uh, 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 what we do is almost like when I was working for the congressman. I go out, I, I go out and, 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 and raise money. I get money from this organization. I get money from that organization. Wow. I did this. I did that. I raised the money. I raised the money, and we ran our campaign. And then we, uh, the, and then we gave back to the people that gave us money. So that's how we work. So oh. we have a budget. $150,000 for the state. We have our convention. We have our committees. We have all those things that we social support. We have an executive director we pay for, and we have a secretary. We have an office we pay for. And what we're trying to do is get three offices, Southern, Northern, and Central, so that so that they can have the, the administrative support they need to be able to provide 
the program to fight segregation and discrimination. So that's how we do it. But but go ahead. So we have a budget at the, at the state for one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand a year that we raise. But you wow. still said that you guys raise money for somebody else's paycheck, right? So what's the percentage of every contribution you get to your 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 division goes to somebody else's salary? Well, uh, well, uh, uh, first of all, all half of the money that we collect from membership goes to national, and then I think it's I think Why? then we uh, then then we Why? get assessed twenty five percent of all the money we raise. Wow. That's crazy. So, if we get taxed and we don't get nothing back, absolutely nothing. They don't answer the phone. The state don't answer the phone. Don't none of them answer the phone because you know what I'm saying that's the issue we under because you know you know that they take the money and don't do nothing. So we got a bottom up movement that we started in our region that we gonna raise the money, hire our own staff, and we gonna. We're we going to put three offices. We're going to raise the money ourselves and, and finance it ourselves, and we ain't got to give the national nothing. You see what I'm saying? You know, you know. Yeah. So, you know, so so we're we, we going to go around that whole system. We're going around that whole system to be able to provide the, the services for our community that they need to fight segregation and discrimination. How, I'd like to add something. How can you guys well, think you're you going to raise that, that money? Thank you. How, how can you guys think you're going to raise that money when you guys can't even raise enough money to get delegates to the convention? That money is monthly. This is, this is just a one-time payment, and you guys can't get, get – uh, and I'm not saying your, your branch in particular. Oh, no, most of the branches do. I'm saying we got smaller branches. In small areas, like in Central California, ain't many black people. We got branches that may have 60 people, 70 people, 80 people, 100 people, something like We got small branches and we have big branches. The big branches can hire executive director. They can hire, they can send everybody to the delegate. They send everybody to national. It's the small units that can't do it. The small and minimum sized units that have a hard time doing it because everybody's volunteer. What we're trying to do is create offices so that we can provide the administrative support for them to be able to do it. Does that make sense? That's the movement. That's that's the movement that we're trying to do. We try to upgrade to have total quality management so that when people get money, they know that they're giving money because they say, This is our this is what we're trying to do and this is what we're doing and, 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 and that we are accountable for every pitch we get. Can I add something? Go ahead. The name does carry a lot of weight. As soon as I became president, a couple weeks later, I get a call to my personal phone from a politician's office asking for the NAACP's name um, for a letter of support. And they didn't tell me any information, like I was stupid. So I said, do you mind if you give me information? I need to bring it to the executive committee. And he tells me, oh, I need it by Friday. He told me, I need it by Friday. And I said, well, can you send me some information? So I looked at it. I had my mom look at it. I had my Ph.D. sister look at it. And when it was for a grant, a recurring grant for $183 million for mental health. And then I looked deeper at it, and there was no mention of racial disparities with mental health. And then they, with the name NAACP, they contacted me. But as a black woman, a little mousy black woman, 
who's just been for the past eight to ten years sitting in court with people and just looking at the mm-hmm. patterns of judges and attorneys that lie and black people who don't have rights through regular channels. They can't, right. they can't even speak in court. We have attorneys right. telling them they don't even have to show up, which is a lie. All I do is get people to ask questions, and I'm a threat. So that's why I didn't want to make it focused on race, but I did send you the details of my suspension letter, and it tells me that I was suspended for calling a white man a non-minority. And it had everything to do with context, with what he did jeopardizing the safety for me and my child. In this racist town, where a black man was hung just a couple years ago in front of City Hall. That's why I'm angry. Because I I still have black men. There's sexism with the NA. Can we talk about that? Lori, Lori, your your message is lost. Your your message is lost in your anger. And I I don't, you know, you're a young woman. Yeah, and I'm just telling you, uh, this is is what I do, Lori. I, I, I do conflict resolution. For organizations, for for small businesses, I just um, I just got a small bit. I just got small businesses who are represented by a lawyer who was just really her her anger is what was killing them, and I just got them. I, I got that deal negotiated, got them money, got them, uh, got everything fixed for them because, and she was a young woman who, and and I try to tell her, look, the way you are going about this, you're right. But your argument ain't going to help you win. You, you're going to lose this case for these folks, and not because you're wrong, but because your approach is wrong. And I'm telling you, Lori, I listen to you, and I think most people who listen to you today, men and women that listen to my show, our show, said the same thing. Why is she so angry? And I think well, you have my, to, what should you know, my approach gonna, be? Because I've been sweet. I've followed, no, I followed the right people. Uh, Lori, no, you're, no you're that's the, just today. Wait, wait, wait. Listen to him, Lori. Listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to him. Go ahead. No, listen, um, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if you open the office and you, if I open my door and you start coming through talking like that, I'm going to be honest. Right now, I, I have to, look, you need to calm down and come back and talk when, you, when you're ready because you just sound angered. You might not feel like it, but you can hear it in your voice. And that's a threat? No, it's not that it's a threat. It becomes ineffective. It's ineffective. Well, even, so if you yeah, be, I can be quiet. So if you want to be I a, can be quiet and I, I go think, into these meetings well, no, that's not and the, it's no, still a threat. Yeah, I don't think, I think you, I don't think you, I don't think you want to hear us. So you're not listening to us, what we're saying now. And, and I'm telling you, if, um, uh, if any of the women that are on the phone, if you guys disagree with me, you can say it. I'm just saying that when you, you know, when you, when you're doing this, when you're doing this kind of work, when you're doing advocacy work, you got to understand the game, and then you got to decide as you make your approach: Do I want to win or do I want to be right? And then you got to decide what is going to bring me the win, and how do I get to the win? Personally, if I was in this fight and I knew who Rick Callender was and I was the president of one of the units or branches of the NAACP, I would always be nice to him. I would always seem like I'm, um, like I'm uh, in agreement with where he is. Uh, and I would wait until it's time for me to strike. And the only time he would know <laughs> who I was is when he wasn't president. 
That's the only time he'd know who I was because I want to win. I know that everything I would say about him, I would be right. But if it ain't going to help me win, it don't matter. I want to win. Right. And I think sure. you, gotta, you guys got to get to the space to where you want to win. Right. And then how do I get to the win? So if that means I got to shut up and bite my tongue, guess what? Um, my motherfucking tongue going to be bitten in half because I'm going to shut the fuck yeah. up because I want to win. But by the time I'm at the end of the game, um, my my goal will be reached. And you guys, you know, you guys were right with what you did, but there was a there was a smarter way to do it. If, if I had been advising you, I would have told everybody, just shut up, man. Just let's let Rick be right. Let's let Rick, let, let him be right. Always nod in agreement. Don't be a threat to Rick. We're gonna. We're not and that's be, being true be in politics. Until until it's time for us to win. And we ain't got to say nothing at that point. Now you don't have to say nothing. By the time but hey, by the time it's on him, he's drowning. Ain't nothing he can do about it. That's the win. That's that, to, that is the, the ultimate goal for me. And I think you guys have to decide how you want to get to your ultimate goal. The ultimate goal for me, if it if it is to make sure that everybody um, that that every branch get paid, that 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 it, that I'm gonna I'm gonna be strategic and wait till I get to a space where I can where, where I can stretch out, and at that time, shit, I'm a I'm gonna have a whole couch because I'm gonna stretch all the way out. But until then, I just want. To win, how do I get to the win? And um, I think if um, if you all just play from that vantage point, you know, moving forward, Lori, I'm 61, so I've been the angry motherfucker before. I, it's, it's by the grace of God that I'm not in jail for the rest of my life, because because I'm one of them. I'm one of them kind of ones, and I, and I and that's why I love God so much, and that's why I appreciate it for giving me another chance. But when I say things to young people, I'm not saying them to tell you to try to be over you. I'm trying to tell you from a wisdom standpoint, hey, Lori, you're right, and you have some good you you, ha- you have some good arguments and positions you take, but your tone and your approach isn't a good tone and approach. Even people that are supporting you feel like you're attacking them. So when the people that are supporting you I'll start backing up because they feel attacked. You, you you got a problem because there's enough people attacking you. You at least want some folks supporting you to to be there with you so you don't get gunned down. Metaphorically. Okay, I'm listening, y'all. I'm going on mute. No, I, 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 yeah, you don't want to be the Hillary Clinton of NAACP. Literally, almost immediately after complaints are filed. There's almost immediate retaliation. And for years, I was just quiet, sitting in hearings, sitting in board meetings, sitting with, with parents. And literally, I witnessed another young lady ask for a complaint form. And the administrator looked over to the security guard, who was a black guy, and just said, get her out of here. And he obliged, did it. And all she did was ask. So you know what I would have never done? I would have never then I would have never asked for a complaint form once I knew that, because that ain't a winning formula. 
See, asking for a complaint It was a form, young mother. I wouldn't give a damn. She, it didn't help her win. I'm not going to do what she did. If she lost, I want to win. That's what I'm saying. You, Lori. You know, it, now, this is something I've witnessed over and over again. We can't even go through yeah. the regular channels, but at least have a forum available. Because I would just come back and say, hey, or go over that administrator's head and say they're not making forums available. I usually get an email and say, oh, yes, they are. So what we experience is just dismissed. Dismissed. What state are you in? Where Where are you? California, Los Angeles oh, County, wow. Mississippi, 1950s. Yeah, yeah, we're in Calabama. You know, we're in Calabama, the land of Dixie uh, uh, on the West Coast, and especially in Central California. Central California, all the people came here from the, from the Dust Bowl. Cotton was the you number know, one crop. In Central California, until uh, 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 grapes took over, and they brought the same mentality that we fight against every day here. Okay, every day. Excuse me, it, it's amazing, uh, and I feel your pain, and I'm, I, I hear you. I hear your your cry. Um, my niece, she works for the chapter in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. I live in Texas. I'm originally from California. Jay is my best long-term friend, and I hear the work and the, the moves and uh, grooving that he's doing and everything seems to be coming together and the work that he puts in. Uh, it's just amazing what you folks do, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, is, is it for money? Uh, is it to help the black community? But I'm, I'm hearing all this bad stuff now. I, I didn't know that you had to fight, you know, your own – you're fighting your own – uh, your own NAACP and that word that I throw it around literally a hundred times or, or more a month. You don't want me to have to call somebody the NAACP. You keep fucking around here. Keep fucking around. I'll get them down here. So that word does carry a lot of fucking weight. A lot. Yes. And 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 and, and that not only is California all over the nation. The units that are trying to do something, they've been attacked by this leadership that we have. This leadership we have mm-hmm. now is just totally corrosive. You know, in the sense they provide wow. no customer service. They don't give us no no support. They don't give us – they don't send no money back. They got $100 million that they fucked off. They didn't give none back to the <clears throat> unit, union. They didn't do nothing. Steve, you know, so that's the situation. Steve, every time – Every time I come in, I hear you saying that, Steve. You said that 13 times now. We know it. Say something else. <laughs> but that's the issue. Because the issue I don't is, think money's a problem. No, that's not the issue. That's not the issue. You guys got hey, greater Steve. issues than that. Hey, Steve, I have, I have a question. You said, before, you said before that there were 90-some-odd percent of the black community are not members of the NAACP. What was that number? <laughs> Do they even know you guys exist? Do young people even know? I mean, is there any kind of, where's your messaging out to the community so we know that you're there? Like, what's that strategy? We had a booth when um, I was new to the branch. I had a booth in the community, and I had to fight for it. Me and my mom um, had to fight for a booth, and that day, that we were uh, presenting at a little park festival. Police had guns drawn on my nephew, and he had to walk backwards out the house for a false call, and we could not get a report. As soon as I went back to our NAACP booth, three officers walked by, 
they stopped at our booth and said, who's your president? And keep in mind, I told you, that our NAACP meetings were held at the sheriff's department. And the community who knew about us told us they were too uncomfortable going. That's that's the bottom-up movement that I've had to focus on. And I couldn't do this working an 8 to 5, so I started working for myself. And as I started helping black mothers, I kept telling them, this is how you open up a daycare and make $20,000 a month. This is how we can get more of our black students um, from preschool equipped and trained because here in the Antelope Valley, black students are performing the lowest, the lowest in the state. Every here day. in the Antelope Valley, they're ex- suspended, expelled at three to four times higher rate. First All time arrest leads to felony. But All when I reached out States. for help, I got shot down. So, you know, that's why we're doing the bottom up movement. I found money. We don't need a fundraise. I want to ask many questions. I, I just wanted to ask you a question right quick. You were saying you were talking about women opening up uh, nurseries, right? How much daycare, uh, schools. The daycare, uh-huh. I'm asking you, how in touch are you with the poor community? Because in most I'm the poor communities I know, in most, most poor communities I know, even here down south, you can't even afford a nursery. They have to lean on what we call Head Start free program in order to even start their children in school. So you live around. I think about well, we're in California, the richest state in the nation, brother. So we're in the richest no, but look, nation. Wait, I, I get that. You got four communities with every rich place in America, and I know I in know. LA they are not four communities. And matter of fact, the cost of living is much higher it is in California than it is down south here in Louisiana. I know. So okay, so mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you from a poor state in California that nursery daycare is high because of the insurance and all the other things that go along with taking care of those programs. People can't afford it. So now you have people who are having two and three jobs and having grandmothers and, and, and cousins and stuff watch kids. I'm just saying. Yeah, I get them to open their own centers, open their own, use their living room. Yeah, that's right. You know, and and you know, and that's another thing: economic development. You know, you know, you know. There's a whole bunch of issues. You know that you know the bottom up movement we're pushing. You know, I I I I had a contract with the law office of Berkeley to do economic development. You know, for nonprofits. You know, you know, it's all kind of opportunities that we are missing because we got a leadership that says that we're gonna we or we're gonna have bad strategy. We're gonna have no customer service, and we're gonna run every nigger out of the organization that tries to do something, and, and, and we're going to make sure nobody joins the organization because we're not going to do nothing because the leadership is going to fuck off the money and attack everybody that tries to do something. And that's our message here today, that we're being attacked by our own leadership. And somehow that question is being missed about this, about personality, and about all these other issues that ain't about nothing. The issue mm-hmm. is I'm gonna move that forward. we're in the past hey, by our own leadership. That's it. I'm going forward, and I still support we, we the area. It ain't about personality. It ain't about anger. It ain't about none of that. It's about we being attacked by our own organization. Yeah, but you can hey, Steve, like Jay said, we, we, we hear that you're being attacked by your own leadership. But right. you just said something about economics and economic programs. Do you need the leadership and, to be able to do that? Well, what we they, they, need is that we, this organization that we 
fund this organization. It's supposed to be a membership-driven organization, not a top-down organization. It's supposed to be no, a bottom-up. No, Steve, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. You just mentioned so, economics. You said we, we want to do some um, start some programs to yeah to 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 yeah that's um, right. I was over the contractors association and that I mean I was over the uh, uh, Toledo Ohio when I was back there the contractors association. We supposed to get. 12, 13, 16% of all federal contracting, we get 2%. I mean, there's issues all over the place that are not in California. We don't even have prison chapters because they kicked the prison chapters out for 14 years, and ain't none of them done nothing. That's what I'm just saying. We got all kinds of issues. Those are the issues that we need to be talking about. You know, those are the issues, and we need the community to come back and take their organization, not sitting up here talking about it's a Model T. Let's make it a Mercedes. But we need people to wake up and, 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 and come in and help us. That's what we're talking about. We ain't talking about what the organization is and this, that, and the other. We know what it is. Well, Steve, no, we hold, on, hold, on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Steve. Hold on. You <laughs> talked for the last hour. This is the first time you – that we right. need some help in, in putting this together. This is the first time you ever uh, mess, that's even mentioned we're it. Here for. We, we need help from the community. That's what we need. We need the community to step up, you know, and, 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 and help us. That's it. So, you know, so that's the conversation. So that what, we are you doing, what, what, what are you doing to get the community to step up and help you? Well, uh, one of the things that we do is that, that, first of all, our unit has total quality management. Our, uh, our unit has that, that we have a, a five-year plan where we have teams that we work with. We, or we don't try to solve everything. We try to solve two or three things we can fix, and we put all of our energy and our money into it. And, 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 and we have money to finance anything that we do. That's what we've been doing. And we, we ain't about black or white. We recruit everybody because if racism don't change, black people ain't going to change racism. Everybody got to change racism. You know, so, so, so. Okay, but, but what I'm saying We have is our what membership. We have $50,000 a year to, to give back and do, to do 100000 You know, we do stuff in the community because our hands ain't tied. So, you know, we have total quality management. We have a newsletter that goes all over the, the nation that we got members from all over the country that join our unit here. So that's what we're doing. We, we're trying to change stuff here. We're trying to go total quality management, all about not about personality, because that's the issue. It's about what you do, how you do it, and what the outcomes are. And that's what we do. And we want to raise the money 